Is this the fucking button you push? And I was just like, I have no kind Way more clue. technical than me. I I need to get a whole spot. You know, I started mine during COVID, so it was easy to just like, okay, start it on YouTube. We're gonna zoom it out. Absolutely, young lady. You could zoom it out any way you want. Does it sound pretty good? Check one, check two. Mic check one, Mike two. Mic one, mic check two. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into it. What's going on, my brothers and sisters, aunties and uncles, monks, Kabbalists, wizards, mystics, sons and daughters of God. Welcome to Mr. Woo Woo. Yes, welcome to another episode of the Mr. Woo Podcast. And uh, today's a really special one for me. I get to see someone that I have not seen in an incalculable number of years, but she still looks the same. <laughs> she's still, <laughs> she's not the same, but she looks the same. So whatever, she needs to write a book and make that money just to let them know what they need to be doing about themselves. Mm. Yeah. And uh, I would like to welcome to the program the effervescence, the ever-evolving and newly minted pro- podcaster, Trika Williams, the queen. Yay. <laughs> so happy. Thank She's you here. so much. Thank Yay. you so much for having me. So happy. I definitely appreciate being invited. Oh, well, I've had respect for you for many years, <laughs> even the brief time that we got to hang out together at work, mm-hmm. uh, like murdering lobsters and mm-hmm. cleaning up extra butter off of people. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Sopping up things with biscuits with cheddar in them. The best biscuits, by the way, to this date, <laughs> besides my great-grandmother's biscuits, rest in peace, that I've ever eaten. I don't know what kind of crack cocaine they're putting in there, but it is... Prime time crack. Yeah. Hold the sodium. <laughs> Hold that sodium, please. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing, but Red Lobster uses the microwave more than you think anyway. <laughs> Fresh oh. as you think. Fresh as someone on LSD preparing <laughs> your jalapeno poppers. That definitely didn't happen while drinking box wine. Mm-hmm. No. Never. No, that, they have nothing but integrity. <laughs> but you know, all you can eat. It all was good times. It was good times. It was a good I crew. I learned a lot of life lessons in Red Lobster. <laughs> I will say that. <laughs> I did. I learned how to deal with people. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. It definitely taught you um, how to maneuver in life when things got a little tricky. You had to, you know. You had to make do sometimes, you know, make ends meet, so to speak. So, yeah, yeah, it was rough during the all you can eat. Uh, sometimes people <laughs> would sit in their seat, throw up next to themselves, mm-hmm. ask for a cleanup on aisle five, and then have the balls to ask for more, more shrimp, more shrimp, more crab <laughs> than any human being should have to eat. But I do get it. You can feel like a king for a day. You're the man of your family. You just, they should come with like seatbelts. Like those chairs should come with seatbelts. It's bad enough they have cushions in the couch, in those benches. People will never leave. No, they won't. No, they won't. And I, I didn't get into the the serving aspect of it because you had to like kill your own lobster, and I wasn't ruthless the way I thought I was back then. <laughs> but I saw Jordan, my brother, kill one once. He's like, oh, it's a piece of cake, man. You just flip one over like this on his back, and I was like, okay. And his little legs are going <laughs> like like swirling around, like please don't do it. And uh, not how Gordon Ramsay does it. He just twirled a butcher knife in his hand and went, gagoosh, like right into its heart. And I was just like, mm, can't we just throw the little motherfuckers in the pot and like cook them? They're like, I no, you got to kill them. that's the humane way to do it, but Jordan took pleasure out of stabbing them. Yeah, they had it coming. 
You had it coming, sea bugs. We don't understand. <laughs> they look so morose too, like in the tank. They just, just be like knowing. They're waiting to eat. Just like oh, death some motherfuckers gonna fat motherfuckers gonna come in here to eat me, and they're gonna they're gonna put their paw on the thing, and they just they would pile on top of each other, just like. <sighs> it's yeah. You see when they give up, like in their claws, they're just like, dude, just fucking get it this over with, man. Take me now. That's it. Were you going to school at that time? Yes, the Red Lobster helped put me through San Diego State. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Red Lobster. Shout out to also Jack in the Box, ironically, not a sponsor also, for keeping me alive from when I was in that, that little homeless stint. Do appreciate you. Much appreciation. Oh, my God. Breakfast Jack in the morning. <laughs> Breakfast Jack in the morning. Jumbo Jack for dinner. <laughs> you had to have two courses. I had to, at least I got two meals in, but it did cost me two dollars and seven cents at the time. Mm-hmm. So God bless restaurant. And I, you know, I I tell people like when you're struggling, you know, even like people that are on the street. When I talk to them, I'm like, you know, when you're done with this bullshit and whatever chemical thing you're doing, mm-hmm. when you're ready to get on your feet, get your ass and become like that happy-go-lucky dishwasher. You know, the one that twitches a little bit, but mm-hmm. does a great focused job because you know meth. Mm-hmm. And you just, and they'll be spotless. They go, uh, they wash the dishes really hard. You kiss the KM's, kiss the KM's ass. You get a little bit of side food, so you're knocking down money, and you're knocking down lobster or steak, which was my case because I went to Outback Steakhouse. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I appreciate they paid the bills for a while. Those shirts were a little much. Mm. Like mine was caked. Yeah, I deserved every free lobster till I got out of that place for wearing that fish shirt. Did was yours? Could you stand it on in too? It was like a, it was like a <laughs> coated in like five layers no of butter. No matter how many times I washed it, it still was greasy. <laughs> it still smelled like scampy. Like why always scampy? I was like, you can. We have cheddar biscuits too. I didn't smell like cheddar, but it was always it always scampy smelled butter. like scampy butter. And uh, <laughs> how many degrees did you end up with at uh, SDSU? Uh, two. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. What did you think you wanted to do with them? I'll tell you one thing. Okay. I, I ended up with two degrees that I didn't apply to school, even having that on an agenda. Right. So just made I, sense. It, it made sense after college started, you know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I initially I started. I came to San Diego State for um, nursing school. Okay. And uh, way left from where I ended up, right? Um, right. But it, it the program was so impacted at San Diego State my freshman year, oh my and it was just like, you know, it's going to take you two years to get in the program. The program is like four and a half, five years, and that's if you're passing everything, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, you know what? This is not – I didn't come to college for four years to stay for seven so that wasn't in the plan. I without a doctorate. No. And then also I came to San Diego by myself, you know, mm. as a kid. So wow. living in, living on campus my freshman year, I'm not going to lie, I fucked up. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's in the program. You just don't read the back of the brochure. It says you're going to be messy drunk. You're going me- to wake up with lots of regrets. <laughs> and and before I came to college, I swear I wasn't I, I wasn't like a square, but I I didn't right. drink, I didn't smoke, you know, mm. I wasn't one of the kids that partied. I worked, I played sports, I was a student. Right. So I got out here and I I found myself, you know, mm-hmm. and 
uh, yeah, that didn't work well for the first year of being <laughs> trying to get into nursing school either. They're like, well, you're getting oh a whole God. bunch of C's, so yeah, it's going to take you longer to get into the program. So I I had to switch things according to the classes that I started to take. You know, It was oh, like, yeah. oh, I was taking all these political science classes because those are the things that were interesting me at that time. Mm-hmm. I wanted to learn more about the government and how science and correlated in psychology and all that politics. I don't know. I was crazy back then. I was a kid. 18 years old, stupid. This makes sense. <laughs> I was dumb as shit. Think I could become president and shit, you know? And I was like, you oh know, my God. I had so much ambition, you know, because they sell you all this bullshit, you know, BS. The ambition juice. And um, <laughs> by the time I got to my junior year, it was like I realized I had taken a lot of communication classes and a mm. lot of like um, political science classes. Mm. And it was like it just made sense to major and, and get my degrees in those because mm. I already took most of the you know, minimum requirements and. It just planned, it just evened out. And then on top of that, the Africana study classes I was taking, mm. that kind of like maybe it worked into the political science degree. So it was just like, it all just, it worked out how it worked That's out. That's hotcakes right now. Right, right. That's hotcakes right now. But you know, I, did, I feel like, I, I do feel like I only went to college, the only thing I really took from it was the experience of the learning and the community yeah. and how to you know socialize and network and build relationships and stuff like that the important the important stuff that you need right like, finger quotes needed yeah. yes but yeah all the classes and things i couldn't tell you anything i learned in any of those shits i feel the same way i learned more on freaking youtube instruction Man. videos <laughs> than i, I do an hour video on youtube and learn more than i learned in a whole year of college <sighs> Every time I look at it, I just go like, you know, I should have taken home ec in an auto mechanics class. That would have yes. saved me about 10 G's by now. I wish I would have went to trade school. I'm like, oh my if God. I would have got a trade, I could I would make money and still go to school, but I would have a trade that I can always fall back on. That's right. I didn't want to do the school stuff, you know. That's what I ended up doing just by accident because uh, when you when you first met me, I'd had like a spiritual awakening just a few years before. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was trying to think of a practical way, like, what the hell am I going to do with a career? You know, I can't become like a priest or anything like that because I want to have a wife. You know, right. I want to have a family. Right. And uh, it just didn't nothing seemed like appealing to me. You know, I thought the rabbi life was pretty sweet because they can get married and they could they could do the whole thing. But I wasn't drawn to Judaism. And I uh, just I was just drawn into different metaphysical techniques and, right. and different paths, you know, whether it was shamanic or the Buddhic path or the Vedic path with uh, with Hinduism. And and I was. I was just struggling and then I found like a massage therapy school in, in Pacific Beach that like worked for me and I think that's right about the time mm-hmm. like me and you met and um, I did I give you a massage? Mm-hmm. Massage? Mm-hmm. Was it alright? It like, was great. I remember <laughs> I remember before we started you were like now we're gonna do some deep tissues so it's right. gonna clean you so just be ready if you start to you know <laughs> right. some stuff start to come out and like I was like oh my god so much mucus came out of my body but <laughs> You know what? I was I didn't understand what it was back then. Right. But now that I've been studying a little bit more about what, you know, who we are and what our bodies are, and I, now I realize like you were releasing toxins and my body was purging that stuff out of me. Mhm. And our mind traps itself in our tissues. Yes. I just remember so much. That's the face cradle, girl. That's the face cradle cover because you're like you're in there and your head's like in a downward position. It's already pulling on your sinuses, so yeah. like it just all starts to flood out if it's supposed to flood out. Yeah. Oh man, Dan, that brings me back. You know, 
when uh, listeners, you don't know, like I used to have zero integrity, even though I was doing the <laughs> spiritual path. I knew God was real. I knew spirit was real. And I could even sling it a little bit. I had, you know, been attuned to Reiki. And when Trika knew me, I would go into the cigarette break room and <laughs> like the bartenders would come in hungover and they sit down on the crate. And with a cigarette dangling out of my lip, I would be able to put my hands on their head and get rid of the hangover in like 10 to 15 minutes. So it, like it worked Magic. despite the fact that I was uh, that I lacked any kind of purity or integrity <laughs> at that time, and it, it, it did feel like like magic. It it really did, and and when you think about the physics, it kind of is. It is. It kind of is because all mind is magic. Yeah. But I just had access to an app that not a lot of people had had yet, and that you need to get downloaded by a mm-hmm. Reiki master teacher. Like they they're your cable person, and they like all right, and they can put it in your aura, and then you could just channel Reiki forever. Right. Uh, is how kind of the the physics of it work, but. Yeah, she would see me doing like all this weird shit at work and my brother <laughs> was working there also at the time. And uh, I could always see that she had these like, you know, like had those hundred year old eyes, you know, like they could see through everything, you know, and you just don't tell shit to, you know, because <laughs> she already she already knows she's already interpreted it and already knows your motivation for doing it before you even it came out of your lips. So I, I just. I mean, as that's far as crazy went. you yeah. say that because other people say that too and i'm just like i can't believe that's what you guys have all always thought of me <laughs> no it, it's, it's just <laughs> it's kind of like that don't bring bullshit to my door because my detector is on canine level mm-hmm. skills you're not going to be able to hide in the drugs mm-hmm. so to speak from this this person mm-hmm. you know they already know why you did it and I've, I've also kind of had that ability when I was younger, and that's mm-hmm. why we got along so mm-hmm. well, is I could like jump in people's bodies mm-hmm. mentally and know just by how they were holding themselves, what they were thinking and feeling. I used mm-hmm. to do that in high school before I knew what it was. Mm-hmm. But it, she just seemed like when she was making eye contact with you, the scan was instant. <laughs> and if you weren't in integrity, it was like, all right, not, peace. Not with your bullshit. Peace, you know, and you wouldn't bother to try <laughs> that bullshit. And that's why... <laughs> That's why Trika and my brother and I got along famously there because anyone I was I was more vocal about it. I was rude to the managers when they were in these states, not great for career. I was so just trying to get fired. Love every time you would have something to say to them. I'm like, oh, here they go. They better not say shit to John. I've tried to ease up off that accelerator Mm -hmm. in my life. Mm -hmm. I think we all did though, but you know what's funny is like even between you, I and um and Jordan, like I think we all mm. had like fuck you attitudes. Like I'm not gonna heavily. call you guys assholes, but I was an asshole. Heavily, <laughs> and I mean, I was I was sleeping on couches, just like and then like getting my life together. And I had that Holden Caulfield, just like man, if you're not bringing realness, dude, mm-hmm. fungal. <laughs> it's like out. I had little patience for fake people. That's and that's what it was. Hundred. And that's why 100%. we didn't put up with that. It was like, no, don't even talk to me. Like, people just, they knew, don't even talk to me. If, unless it's good, don't say shit to me. And and I had that prickliness in my aura. So mm-hmm. it's like, if people would come across it and they weren't acting right and they would make eye contact, it, it, it would just, it, it'd just be like that Joey Diaz, like, what the fuck are you doing? You know, like, <laughs> who raised you? Why are you like this? <laughs> and we didn't <laughs> unintentionally that's just where we are at in our evolutionary curve people you just had this you stare like this death stare like if people <laughs> walk up to you like they're gonna ask you something you would just look at them like don't fucking even say shit to me 
yeah, especially if people were habitual assholes, like outright about it. You know, I had this very, very Italian confrontational energy. Um, you know, if you've ever seen Sebastian Mascalco do stand-up comedy, mm-hmm. like, what, oh, what are you doing? I... I had that programming coursing through my veins at that time, even as I was accepting a spiritual paradigm and that I'm just, you know, this little piece of spirit and all that, my ego would jump in and be like, you believe what that fucking guy Mm -hmm. over there is fucking doing right now? Mm -hmm. Because I didn't know what to do with that voice. Mm -hmm. Lacked all the spiritual training. So um, I might be able to project Reiki, but it was just to offset the dickishness of my ego. Mm -hmm. And uh, it wasn't a welcoming environment. Mm -mm. I'll tell you that. It wasn't. So, I mean, I think we dealt with it the best that, to our abilities. Yeah. Um, I'm lucky I didn't get arrested a couple times. Ditto came close a couple times. A couple times. But, I mean, I made it out okay. I'm still here. Absolutely. You are You are in San Diego. You are still here. You are doing everything. And I everything. definitely will say, I'll agree with you. Like, my ego was really mm, over the top. Like, you could see it walking the door before I got there. I was late. My ego was on time. <laughs> Always showed up in advance, clean pressed. It was, <laughs> and, and there were good early days. Yeah. I did like that. It was good early days. Uh, since then, it's been about, I don't know, 16, 17, 18 years, something like that, around Damn. that. It really is amazing to say that because I'm telling you, and I don't know if you, when you meet up with people you haven't seen in a long time, hasn't aged a fucking oh, <laughs> day and we're in our 40s hey, our generation's doing okay we are yoga baby good. good food yeah we're doing good we're learning doing the good. law of attraction you know, we, they caught us right before you know right before we were gonna be crack babies right before we yep. got things got weird with the food and everything you know it got, got super that. weird <laughs> and it still is for me yo i still mm-hmm. eat steaks I pray a lot over them. I pray over them too. Over them. You know, I, I I'm not gonna say like I'm a super spiritual person. Like I, I I'm very much um, grounded, grounded, based, and still, yeah. you know, not of this world, but I am in this world right now. You know. Yeah, that's all you gotta be. Yeah. So I go back and forth. You know, I have my days. I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe I ate that chicken. And then I'm like, I have some days I'm like, damn, I want some fried chicken, you know? I'll so murder a chicken like, right now and ask for his forgiveness, dude. Right. Like, and, go, bark, bark, and like, do how great grandma did, just lasso it over your head and go, bark, bark, and they would just run and with his head off. It was just crazy, like when my first, my spiritual awakening really, really first like started, and I can't really say when it started because I feel like people don't even really know when it really starts. Right. I think it starts. Did you have like a big event, it. like like where you just could? It like, was like you a three day cell event, like Memorial Day, something. <laughs> <laughs> Labor Day weekend, come in Friday ego. through Sunday, like. But I I feel like I was getting I was getting signs I was receiving mm-hmm. signs that mm-hmm. I was kept get away from me I don't want to hear that shit right. you know I, this woo woo nonsense this, I don't want to hear this woo woo nonsense I got money to make sun <laughs> and empires to build. <laughs> got people to rule over you know <laughs> uh, i was in that same state at that time i'm not joking man my best friend we were like lunatics at the time we're like yo man we're gonna join this fucking whatever illuminati thing whatever it is we're gonna be part of the triumvirate shout out to the the uh <laughs> those motherfuckers in england the rothschilds and we we're just like we're gonna usurp their throne and we're gonna take it over and just run this shit from on high that's literally how nuts i was when i imagine you didn't 
didn't realize that God disapproves of such things and that that's not, <laughs> not anything to do with something spiritual. You're actually doing the sinister force thing <laughs> because you just don't know any better till you come across better. Mm-hmm. But did you have like a, a defining, I had a defining like spiritual awakening. And then when you met me, it was like all this processing of ego that I thought would be deleted, but it was still there. Yeah, it takes a while. I mean, from what I hear, I don't know. I'm still in the process of, <laughs> I'm still in the early oh. stages of getting rid of my ego. <laughs> It's all about She's hacking yourself. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got like there's. I still have buttons. You know what I mean? That mm-hmm. will still be like, how dare that motherfucker mm-hmm. over there? And I'll be like, that's not my voice. Mm-hmm. That's my representative. Mm-hmm. And shut your fucking mm-hmm. shut the, the fuck up. Be quiet. Be, sit the fuck down and be quiet. Like I told you, the soul's driving. You're not driving anymore. You know. So it still exists. You know, mm-hmm. like you see a cigarette. You're like, oh man, I like to have that mm-hmm. cigarette. And you're like, we're not smokers anymore. You stupid motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Stop it. So. It's still there. It just hasn't sit in this, the captain's chair right. and it doesn't drive. Right. When did you know that you needed to like, I need to take like that. You, even that like, my, oh, my thoughts are creating this reality. Mm. When did that, when did that hit you? I will tell you that didn't really even hit me until after months after my awakening actually happened. Okay. Um, and, and when we say my awakening, I, I, I'll say it was a, a sequence of events right that led up to a big aha like okay this shit is real right so i was going through years like and this was just recently so about three or four years ago i was depressed like down and out i was here in san diego but i had just moved back here from living with my mom for five years after losing everything in san diego oh okay so, okay. like, when people see me, like you, then you haven't seen me for almost 20 years. Like, right. you don't know that I've I've had a whole bunch of stuff, and I've lost it all. Like, car, okay. house, everything. Had to move back home, my mom. Okay. Start from scratch. Mm-hmm. My, had a little, my younger brother was murdered. So, it just, it just kept piling, piling, piling on. Like, yeah. I got to the point where I didn't believe in God. Of course. I wanted to die. <laughs> Check. I was drinking myself to death. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't say it very openly a lot, but I was doing drugs. If it was around, I would try it. I would do it. You know, it wasn't like, oh, I was, you know, put a little Coke or, you know, I'll hit some Coke. Mm-hmm. I'll drink. You know, I'll smoke a whole bunch of weed. I'll pop a pill. You know, I was, you know, I didn't give a shit. Of course. But it was like, I knew, like, I know there's a reason that I'm here. Yeah. And so it was just like, I I was like, well, if there's a reason, then I won't die, right? That's how right. much I was, how I maintained a job and a roof over my head during that time by myself, I don't know. What did you do during that time while you were um, experiencing this oscillation? Well, see, I was, I had just moved into my apartment where I'm in right now in North Park. I okay. just started working for a curology, a skin company, okay. startup company out in La Jolla. Uh-huh. No, nice, cool job, real cool, laid back. Thank God I had that kind of job because mm-hmm. they were younger. They were more, you know, lean with drools and stuff. I was getting, you know, I was coming in faded, hungover. Sure. Not giving a shit. Uh-huh looking fucked up and you know as my appearance was you know you could tell I just didn't give a shit about myself right 
and being late to work all the time. But they loved me so much because mm-hmm. they met the other happy me, you yeah. know, when they hired me. Yep. They met my representative the first couple months. Yep. But you can only mask that pain for so long. That's true. But so it got to the point where, like I said, I was drinking so much. I was drinking like a fifth a day by myself. Okay. As a girl, a vodka. Doing, doing it all the way. Almost had a fucking stroke. Dang. And the day that I almost had the stroke, I wasn't even going to go to the hospital. I just woke up that day and I was just like, oh, fuck, I drank way too much last night, you know. Right. Of course, you know, puking because didn't eat have That's probably haven't eaten three or four days you know uh wasn't drinking no water you know, right i was just yeah just living to die and so like one of my homegirls came over to take me to i had like a just a regular doctor's appointment she's like i'll give you a ride whatever and she looked at me and she goes you don't look so good and i go what you mean? She goes, you don't look good. <laughs> I'm like, girl, well, I'm just going to go to this doctor. I think I'm going to have to get my ankle checked out or something. Mm-hmm. And even my doctor looked at me and she goes, if you don't go to urgent care, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to call. If you can't promise me that you're going to go to urgent care, I'm going to have to call someone. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay. And she says, well, I'm going to actually put in a call to the hospital and let them know you're going to be on the way. Wow. And, because I wasn't going to go. Because I'm right. like, bitch, I'm just hungover. I'm the about to go home. will not let you get well if I'm it can't let you. I'm about to go home, give me some water to throw up because I can't hold it down. Right. <laughs> Lay yep. down for three days. I'll be fine. I do this all the time. Bounce back. But that was the thing. I'd done it a couple times and gotten hospitalized. Mm-hmm. and. Right. It caused other health issues, but I would never admit to everybody, oh, I binge drink for the last three days. That's why I'm exactly. sick as dog right now, you know? Right. I just tell them, oh, I'm, you know, I got stomach pains. Stomach, yeah. My stomach hurts. Yeah, of course your stomach hurts. You probably got ulcers and Little all acidic. kinds of stuff, you know? <laughs> and like, but every time I would go into the hospital, like I was getting there for a couple of days, they would never not diagnose me with anything because it was just that I was drinking too much. Mm. I was sober up. Yeah. Everything would get fine. I would go home, be cool for a couple of days, start drinking again. But that last time, I did too much. And when I went to the hospital, they go, oh, we are immediately checking you in. And they never was like, you know, you go to our emergency room, they're like... <laughs> You're going to have to wait. We you got sit down people. bleeding in my, yeah, in your lap. <laughs> <laughs> Just hold it a little harder. Hold your ear on. We'll glue it on in a Is second. Coke? Yeah. No, they were <laughs> like, no, we need to get you back there. Like, your vitals are not good. Dang. And immediately admitted me. And the doctor came and he goes, you know, I've never seen anyone's urine test that dark. Damn. When they use that, that term, like, I've never seen. I've never <laughs> That shit makes my butt pucker up, dude. I'm just like, nah, not son. never. Because they they love giving the bad news, you know, like not love, but you know, like, oh, I've seen some bad things in my day. And they're like, this is the worst I have ever seen. And never the dude has no hair. And then you know it's it's a He's problem. Old as hell. He's like, You're like, this is in a all your years you've never seen it. Might be hamming it up for me, but he was like, no, not 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 oh a young God. lady your age. Oh. And they were like. My like my sugar was my blood pressure was mm-hmm. super high and all kinds of stuff and they're just like you were literally moments away from having a stroke and thank God you came because mm. 
I live by myself. So had right. I had a stroke in my house no by support. myself, I don't, no one's going to just randomly just come over there. You. They're going to find me. It's oh like, God, dude. So that was a wake-up call. That's grace. But uh, <sighs> while I was in the hospitals when I started like having things happen, occur. Uh-oh. Visual and mental-oriented things? Um, well, I was I was very much in my full mental, but okay, um, things that I was very like, hmm, maybe it's the drugs they're giving me. Right, right. I think it might be something else, mm-hmm. but it, it might be to, that doorway. Be, right, it had to be the morphine. I don't know, but then when you start feeling stuff when you're not on morphine, right? And I was like, okay. This is kind of weird. This might be me. <laughs> right, right. So um, I get, they discharge me, right? And uh-huh. I had to go like maybe a half a block to another one of the uh, hospital's buildings to go get a prescription filled or something like that. And I walk into the uh, office and all of a sudden my vision just went blurry. Like, you know, back in the day when the TVs used to go off and it was just the fuzzy, snowy yes, screen? Yes, miss. I'd stare at it like a dummy. <laughs> Me too. I'm like, oh, that pattern's nice. So I'm si- I'm literally sitting there, and there's people in the office. I can I saw them when I walked in. Yeah. But it just automatically was like someone turned a light, and Altered it just state. went to this fuzzy, and I just like, what the <sighs> fuck is going on? I'm like looking around like, you guys can't see this? Like these people are just, y'all can't see this? Right. And that's what I always saw in you <laughs> is that you were seeing that. And Even I though was it was like, beforehand. What the hell is this? And so then after a while I was like, okay. It just it, it clear it went away. And I was like, okay. Huh. I maybe I've been laying on my back in this in the bed in the hospital too long. Like yeah. the blood is rushing or something. I don't I didn't know what to explain it. And then my friend, she was like, Are you okay? And I'm like, Yeah, I think I'm okay. <laughs> I think I am. And she's like, okay, so you want to just go back to your house? You, you, or you want to come to my house? I was like, no, I'm gonna, I want to go home. You know, haven't been home in a while. I want to go get in my own Lay bed. In your own bed, yeah. And so she drops me off, and I'm just sitting on the bed, and then um, <laughs> I don't know, something touched me. Physically, like you could feel F- pressure. I felt pressure. Okay, been there. Go for it. And 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 what it was is I'm like bending over my bed to pick up something on the on one side, and it was like you know someone like grabs your leg. Yeah, someone grabbed my leg like to like hey. Wow. And I was just like, what the fuck? (laughs) Yep. And I was like, oh, I I still still at this time I'm still Mm -hmm. 3D all day. Uh huh. What are you talking about, spirit world? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Hallucinations, y'all. Hmm. So, uh, as the night goes on, I can tell something. There's a there's an energy in my house. It's not just me. Right. Then, this is the big thing that happened. I'm watching TV, and I don't even have all the lights off. I have some lights off, some lights on. Mm-hmm. I see a shadow run across my living room. Little short shadow. Yep. Dark shadow. Mm-hmm. And it came and it kind of ran and like disappeared in one of my mirrors. I have mirror closet doors. So 
So you already know how this is already going. I'm right? already putting clay on the potter's wheel right now <laughs> and freaking out. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm not hearing the Everly Brothers right now. So at first I'm like, no, nah, I mm. keep tripping. And I, yep. everybody, I smoke weed, but I was not high that day. Everyone always says, were you high? No, I promise you. Nope. I just got out of the hospital. I'm like trying to be as sober as I can for as long as I can. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So that was the beginning and that happened Man. a couple of times and then eventually it just started running across the whole room just playing games. Hmm. I would see lights flashing different places. Now it, this is a whole carnival going on in my apartment. Yep. By myself. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to believe everything that I just saw or heard or felt. I heard voices talking to me. Hmm. I legit was laying in my bed, not even sleep, and I heard some some someone yell my name three times to the point where I jumped up out of bed and ran to the window thinking someone was yelling in my window for right. me. Mm-hmm. Yep. I wish I had known you at this time, girl. I would have been like, I understand every fucking thing you're saying. Have- Here's the correlative stories that happened to me in Mississippi, and blah, 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 because they have ghosts there. That's a fact. I one friend who I could talk to the next day and I said girl because she came over because we and <clears throat> this is the funny thing she was introducing me into the medical medical physical world you know, oh yeah physical world because yep. she was really into it she's like she said I can see she said I see you Trika she's like you know know what I'm talking about right now you will understand it mm-hmm Here's a deck of tarot cards to look right. at, <laughs> just to help you get it, get, like, get I'm your just ears gonna wet. I'm give you a couple names of a couple people you could go look at on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And at the time, even me, I'm open to it, but I'm not open, open to oh. it. You know? Oh, for sure. But she, I knew she, she, her third eye was wide open. Oh yeah. She was on some other. She was like, yeah, no, I don't do that because this is this, like, you know Tell how. Tell me the rules of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the next day, me and her had already made plans, which was ironic. We had made plans to go to a, bi- uh, to a botanical store. Mm-hmm. And she came over and she's like, so you okay? Because mm. she already, before she even walked in my house, she didn't even walk all the way in my house, first off. Mm. I opened the door. She stood at the door at first. Mm. Then I said, oh, girl, come in real quick. I'm just putting on my shoes. And she slowly walked in. She did not walk all the way in. She walked to the nearest seat by the door and sat down, mm-hmm. which is not where she normally sits when she comes to my house. So she didn't tell me at the time because I wouldn't have understood at the time. Right. There's energies. Something going on, all, some memory was, up in there. Yeah, there was some stuff already all up in my house that she yep. could see, she can feel because she has that. Did she mention if you brought it back from with you to the hospital, from the hospital? Or mm-hmm. that it was already in it the house already, and you weren't noticing until now. She said it was already on um, Because that happens on sometimes. Me. On me. Which on is me. another great phrase when, you're, when your feet aren't wet, you know, and you don't know, you'd be like, what, what do you me? mean something's on me? <laughs> Get it the fuck like, off of me. Do I got to go to an exorcist? <laughs> Would like... you grab this motherfucker and do something, please? <laughs> Get the, Put this shit in a bottle and break the bottle. What are you doing? Uh, oh, my God. Like it was, it, it's on me. On, it's like someone telling you, you got a leech on you. Mm-hmm. What? Get Where? The fuck? Is it on my Get back? <laughs> Get it. Burn it with a cigarette. Get it off me. But you know what? It, and I will say this. Oh, I, when I was, <laughs> even when I was still in that dark, dark place, I went and saw a, a psychic. Mm-hmm. And she told me, she said, you know, you are gifted. 
Mm-hmm. You don't know. I saw that. <laughs> and I was like, bitch, you don't know what you're talking about. Just tell me what the tell me what the I, car says. Easy, Madam Cleo. Just get, <laughs> just do your damn job. Pay forty bucks for some bullshit. Do you want to pay me or you want me to pay you? Yeah. <laughs> I started reading the cards like you, you got him upside down. I mean, what how do I know that? God damn. <laughs> but no, she had told me that. And so the late the psychic also told me like there is something that is on the women in your family, which mm, I do. Lineage stuff. And now, here we are 10 years after that lady told me that, and all of that is very much true. Very much true. Do you see it in, is it like down in the female line, or is it like, you know, brothers and sisters and female the men line. as well? It's just down the female line. Mm-hmm. And if you have these abilities and you don't know what's going on, it can make you think like something's wrong. Yes. With you. Yes. As opposed to, oh, we're all mystics and we pass it down mother to daughter and right. we could see shit. Right. And no one knows how to do this thing. But you know what? It's in the that's the that's that was the other issue, the other conflict is they all have it and they all deny it. Right. Or they try to deny it. And so right. that's what led <laughs> to the the curse of our gen, of my lineage is because they all go to some other substance to try to run Numb it from up. yes. And so alcoholism runs in my on the women's side of my family. Of course. And I'm, you know, I'm the one that figured it out. <laughs> Yo, I'm. We got a family full of wizards, and I mean, we got people impl- exploding on themselves, like they use their magic against themselves, and I know it. And they don't know. They don't know, and they don't like. Oh man, it's such a weird coincidence. This car crash no happened, or this thing. I'm like, you're too powerful, and you're exploding over here, and that's why blah blah blah, because you have no training. You don't know what to do with your mind. Right. When were you able to like string that all together and be like? Okay, well, like, I, if I'm doing it, like, it, when did that revelation happen? For me, it happened like while I was still at school. After the like, it, it happened after the awakening. Mm-hmm. It would have been nice to get the manual, understand the right. manual, <laughs> ego dead, and you're like, all right, Book of Mormon now, and, no, and you just like do it, no. and you're like, oh, just just be great over here, okay. The the mapping of all of that stuff doesn't happen right away because Man. you're so caught up in the glee. I mean, in the you know the phenomenon of it. the beginning of the spiritual work. You know, when yes. everything is glowing to you, and like you go outside and the world don't even look the same. You're like, oh, look at those birds. Like, oh my god. The first couple of moments after the mushrooms kick in. Right, right. And you're like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I can't stop smiling. I and swear then to God. You notice more. <laughs> you're I like, swear oh. To god. But it only lasted for a couple of months. <laughs> right? The honeymoon. Yeah. I call that the honeymoon. It's and the then same. that's when it started that's when you started having to fight like the shadow work and you know, the the ego death stuff. And I went through so many nights of <laughs> dark nights of the soul. Oh my god. I go through them every I feel like it's I like go too much. Too, yeah. too astral. Like it's it's putting you through like a boot camp. And he'd be like, I signed up for a spin class. Mm-hmm. Uh, why am I doing MMA training right now? now? And now I have a, a yearly membership. Like, watch out for that elbow. <laughs> and you just got to like, <laughs> I didn't know the elbow was coming. Oh, the elbow's always there. It's mm-hmm. just you're aware of it now, so it's solid now. And you know the crazy and you gotta thing know how to... is, it's always been there, and you've always known it. And There's that was a thing that made people. me feel stupid. Like, Oh, I feel so stupid. Girl, been talking this stuff and you've been saying this stuff i saw that picture of sad guru on your on your feed that's and my dog. that's my dude i've done inner engineering have you done the online shit no it's I so haven't. legit i do do some of his stuff on from like youtube but i uh-huh. haven't done any of his taking him his seminars or workshops but that's something i want to do in the next year oh my god i saw him live 
What? I swear to you. Well, the thing is, you go and you do inner engineering. You do it online first. Mm-hmm. And you're like, you do the six lessons and you're writing questions back. And his people, his students, his the people, he has millions of volunteers worldwide. These people are more on point than a Fortune 500 company that you've of ever course. seen. And they work for free. Right. They just, that's their guy. He's not my guy because I'm around different gurus and I'll be like, eh. Because you'll be like starstruck basically when it's your guru. You'll be mm-hmm. like, oh my God, I can't even look him in the eye kind of thing. Right. And I could look this cat in the eye, mm-hmm. but I know he's on the highest level of Maha Samadhi because there's seven levels of it. Right. He was one of the few people that went to the top level and got to keep his body. Most people, they cross their legs are like, peace out world. Out of here. And they pop out. He is the most enlightened being probably on the earth right now, and his ability to teach it is bonkers. I will tell you, his videos were are some of the most powerful things. Those mm-hmm. videos were some of the things that made me start to string together mm-hmm. what was going on with me and understanding it's not just you, Trika. This goes it's, beyond you. It's about the pleasant or unpleasant, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> Talk about boiling the shit is down. It right? Is it is pleasant? It right? <laughs> it's about pleasant or unpleasant. Isn't I love it? him. I love Muji. I Muji's my guy. I um I listen to Abraham Hicks. Like I I I these teachers. They're teaching me how to teach. Like cuz I'm yeah. like I'll never be able to say it better than Sadhguru. Never. I was like Rupert Spira. He's a he's a little British man. Mm-hmm. You ever heard of him? Mm-hmm. Non-dual teachings? Mhm blows my brains out every time I do it because like your brain will just start reverse engineering itself until a point where you're just consciousness and a super like okay sorry I'm just awareness now now what do I fucking do you know and then like, <laughs> can you come flashing and out do you feel like it's hard for you to get oh. back into like this oh. world when you go into that that space being able to hold see i it used to be about oscillating between extremes of consciousness and and being like i am one i'm just a drop of spirit in the mm-hmm. drop of ocean mm-hmm. and then you'll lose track of the phenomenal experiences happening on the dimension at least your body exists on right and it used to flash in between that and that like you're like looking at one of those 3d paintings and you're flashing in and out of regular sight and and an altered state and you're seeing a vision behind that and then you're snapping back mm-hmm. I, what I've tried to train myself to do is hold both poles at the same time mm-hmm. where what we would call the higher self, the higher mental mm-hmm. body or the soul. Mm-hmm. And you're the dangling kind of game piece mm-hmm. on the video game board, the avatar. the avatar. And instead of you pushing the buttons, mm-hmm. you let the part of you that's really you push, push the, the buttons button. and you go, hey, my man, do you want me to go left or right right now? Okay, cool. Should I look at this person or not look at them? Do I go over <laughs> here or go over here? What should I say next, dude? Should I just channel you? Or sometimes I just open up like a prism and just let the light come through and go blah, 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 like we do during podcasts and such like that. You just right. channel, what people call channeling, yeah. right? What you don't realize is you're the avatar, not the player. <laughs> that blew my, my fucking mind because I realized every time, and I talked to a, a mystic on the beach today when I was demonstrating and doing these techniques that I just did on you mm-hmm. uh, just to, you know, mess with people and like blow their mind and be like okay this is that's out there right, like you can human beings can do this mm-hmm. and i talked to this guy for an hour and a half and he was like you know and, and this is a metaphor i'd seen too and you probably already come across it in your own researches and like your own inspiration mm-hmm. but like you're the passenger driver that keeps trying to grab the goddamn wheel and like jerk it because you think you know what you're doing and stuff like that it'd be mm-hmm. like if your kid kept reaching over and grabbing your steering wheel mm-hmm. and your life's gonna crash mm-hmm. You're, You're going to make the us one. both crash. You can't drive from the passenger seat. You're not going to hurt the driver because he doesn't have nerve endings. She doesn't have nerve endings. <laughs> your body does, though. And your life does. 
I, I, this, it was hard for me to Get understand. Uh, we are not just this body. <laughs> or the mind. <laughs> or the, the mind. Body. I met and, even the or mind. Or that the mind is <laughs> not, the mind is not even the most, that, that doesn't even run you. Like, it, people confuse themselves for that thing because it'll use your voice. The ego will use your yeah. voice in your head and make you think like, oh, I'm thinking these thoughts. No. Wrong. You're the consciousness observing that madness because you won't step forward and be like, that's bullshit. But see, I've always believed certain things that I know. This is how I like, know I've I've been spiritual and I've been fighting it mm. for whatever reasons I don't know. <laughs> Because that's the human experience I chose, I guess. Yeah, because if you go too deep, you're like, man, I'll never do cigarettes again. I'll never drink a Coca-Cola again. I'll never drink mm -hmm. a shot again. I'll do that. And you think it's like like you have to, like it's some rule, but you realize that your instrument, your body and your, and your mind and your emotions, mm -hmm. they won't operate at their peak functioning, and it, it gets annoying. It'd be like, okay, I'm a musician, the real I am, mm -hmm. the, the part of you that says I am, mm -hmm. the I am that I am. He goes like, I'm trying to play through this knucklehead Joshua, but he keeps covering up these two holes in the flute. You know, mm -hmm. if we're going to use Krishna references, mm -hmm. and he's, uh, you know, and 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 in that kind of diarrhea like reality, a mixture of good and bad ends up being in my holographic reality, and I live it. I'm like, why the fuck? Why the negative shit happen over there too? It's like, get because you got your fingers on the hole, stupid. And I'd be like, oh, I'm trying to play it, huh? Mm -hmm. Oops. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And like getting out of the way. And realizing the ego always speaks in unpleasant tones. It always attacks. Mm -hmm. It's always every form of negativity. The soul is incapable of that. It is at least satisfied all the way up to absolute mind fucking rocking bliss. So you know who's grabbing the steering wheel at any moment. Mm -hmm. And the soul will let you crash that car over and over again until you realize, get your hand off of daddy and mommy's wheel. <laughs> and just, just do what just we ask. You're just a, like a helpless little little rosy cheeked Jesus baby. Hey, little forty-year-old body, you just sit down. Just sit your ass down and <laughs> let me show you how to win this game. And then I realized, oh, the game. I was like, I'm the avatar, but can we go into the options menu? Mm -hmm. Yes. Is it set for very hard? Mm -hmm. Yes. Can I shift that shit to very easy? Yup. Mm -hmm. Did you put in the cheat code L O V E and then let the fucking shit just go? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's ninety-nine lives right there. You went automatic, and it just takes a lot of bruises, okay. mentally, emotionally, and physically it sometimes. Does. It oh. does, because people don't realize how much they hurt each other. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize it until, you know, I, it hit me, you know. Right. And it when you see it it's like it's even hard to watch other people hurt other people now like it's like i just don't even want to be around you motherfuckers like how can you hurt another human being like or how can you be so cruel because we are all of the same we are all connected we all came from the same source we are the extension of the same source yep. and it's all light babies we all have the same power it's just a matter of you recognizing your own and stepping into it yep. and wanting to accept it. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. I run from my power sometimes. 100%. I, I know, like, everyone's like, well. It's scary. It is. And everyone's like, well, you know, you everyone just likes you. You know, you're just, you, everyone, you always have grab attention, you know. And I, 
I'm not afraid. Everyone's always telling you to tone it down, huh? Yeah. And that's because your energy is huge. On the spotlight too. It's like how you told me to tone it down, but then you put me in the spotlight. They. That's because the ego does both. (laughs) It'll slap you while hugging you. And it'd just be like, you crazy motherfucker. And that's because they're just, you're just a projected archetype of their own consciousness and they don't know how to, how to deal with it. Mm-hmm. You always had big energy. You always had mm-hmm. like that kind of like Angela Bassett kind of like control of yourself and like just power, you know, like, like ISIS is with you or something like that. Right. Not meaning the terrorist organization, you no. silly motherfuckers, but the goddess, the, the goddess, goddess in pure form and the alchemist as well always had that just like leaking out your out your pores and eyeballs and i was just like man when when trika <laughs> whatever when they finally ignite that bunsen burner and it's just like and she's and she stops toning it down for other people's comfort and that's what i used to do i would either talk a lot to make people more comfortable because when i get quiet i get that don corleone kind of vibe and people just start like, you okay man you okay you look mad and all this shit and i'd be like i'm fine fine <laughs> I'm fine. I'm just sitting in my power. And they're like, well, we're feeling it. And we're uncomfortable. So please stop, you know, and say some stupid bullshit and dance around for me. And we go, okay, you know, we do a sock puppet show. People pleasing. People pleasing. And as, as I was like, when Trika harnesses this power, it's just going to be an absolute, absolute force to be reckoned with. And, uh, and I'm so pleased that that spirit found you. And yeah, when you stop giving a shit about what, about what they give a shit about, then it's it's really on, mm-hmm. you know. Then you could just turn it I up to extra high. I still give a shit right now. I say I don't, but I still do right now. There's parts of me that do, but even after all this time, right? But I'm still working on not giving a fuck because it's the best feeling ever. Yeah, because I mean, when you burn bright, it attracts moths, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And then it just becomes like. I try to go to the house. Sadhguru guru looking. He's like, these are all extensions, also of myself. If they're in my time space. I somehow summoned them. Mm-hmm. This this rudimentary version of myself, and it's not like we're downgrading people that haven't had spiritual awakenings. It's more like a high schooler looking at a kindergartner. Mm-hmm. It's not like you were in kindergarten once too, mm-hmm. and they slap each other in the heads all the time. Mm-hmm. That's what I, mm-hmm. <laughs> they're attacking each other all the time. It's mm-hmm. just like a, a immaturity thing. But once you realize, oh, they're I'm one. I know how to handle this person now. Right. I know how to how to how to handle their ego. You know, right. I watch a lot of um. I was just thinking of a metaphor about this today and I was going to throw it by you, but like the, um, the dog whisperer, mm-hmm. when I watch episodes of that shit, I'm like, that's how you train a goddamn ego. Like he just gets that puppy and he's like, he gets him in a corner and you see like right when they're about to break, the dog like looks up at him like, oh shit, this is my fucker, <laughs> is my barking not working? And he just holds that his, his shaman hand over them and they can feel the energy. This is where you hold the energy oh right now. Gosh, I love and he love this dude because he trains he, he even's like now he's just outright like yeah I'm training the humans so they don't fuck up the dog yeah because they're the problem <laughs> they're the problem it's just like we're the problem with our ego our ego wouldn't bark and it wouldn't bite and it wouldn't piss in your fucking shoes if we just you know in a submission and you go you say you have to hold it you do have to be the alpha you have to hold the leash real tight and you let him and there's a moment where they like the dog will like shake and look at like stay away from me motherfucker and then they just go and then he just one more moment and they go okay shit just scratch my belly fuck that shit and doing that to your ego that's all the spiritual path is that's all, that's all it is sit I love season Milan. I watch dog and I, I don't even I've never even owned a dog I'm just like yes dog whispers coming off I bet but I've always it. felt like he 
he uses energy to train yes those dogs absolutely does he makes a deep eye contact he knows he knows their processes better than anyone like they go nose ears eyes you know he even knows the different mm-hmm. sensory organs that hit them he knows what by tuning into them how to like maneuver them in any given situation and that's all the spiritual path is mm-hmm. because your only obstacle to it even the great Satya Sai Baba once said God is man minus ego mm. man and woman minus ego because mm-hmm. the ego is the whole point that's why we clock in and wake up in the morning that's when we open our eyes we're like okay shit I'm in the video game again mm-hmm. and the the only game going on it isn't the money you're making it isn't the people even the dialogue you're having with the other avatars it has to do with vibration mm-hmm. and the only thing that's going to try to screw your vibration up is that that part of you that personality your history mm-hmm. that you got can't quite delete Mm-mm. and you got to just take the charge out of mm-hmm. like if we're quantum computers the only thing we're hearing is you just you delete the history so it has no charge and then you get rid of the cookies which is everybody's perceptual um, suggestions mm. about reality that limit you and that's it and then that dog's just like going for a walk and you mm-hmm. just be like yo I want this and it goes I'll tell God immediately be right back <laughs> whoop, whoop. and it's just like that's just gonna manifest in two days and then it will yeah but you gotta call, pull that leash tight you don't let it walk ahead of you you don't let it walk behind you you don't let it bite you you just yep and you be the alpha be Caesar you be Caesar <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what like I, I never was really a big thing about a big manifester you know yeah but I mean, after that whole experience in the hospital, I was like dead ass broke because I was mm-hmm. drinking and smoking, partying all my money away. <laughs> you just said the key. <laughs> hospital and broke are synonymous terms in this. F- I haven't had insurance since you knew me. So believe me, I've had to put up or shut up multiple times using this energy shit to fix my broke self. And I was just like, I don't oh fucking God. know how I'm going to make 13 bucks last me two more weeks. And yep. But I woke up that and I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna just I'm gonna I'm just let this spirit spiritual thing let's like let's let go let's let go of control you know let's relinquish control and give it to God. I'm looking through my mail. Bills 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 bills. Hmm, this looks funny. Open it. Check for a hundred and something dollars. Been sitting on that mm. coffee table for months. Oh, we just became aware of it. Ah, I was not going to right. And I told him, I said, God, show, and this is what I said before that happened. I mm. woke up that morning, and I was like, I don't know, God. I, I feel like something's happening. Give me a sign. Guide me. Show me something, because I know you've been hearing me say I don't love you and I don't believe in you. And I know you've been like, okay, well, I'm going to let you go as long as you can without <laughs> believing that bullshit. Not the giving tree. Right. And then I'm going to come and show you. And so I was just like, you know, when I found that check, I was like, okay, God, I see you. Yep. It starts with a slice of the pie. Mm-hmm. I always tell people, God, you know, God arrives in slices. People that think whole the whole day, pie doesn't come. That whole day was full of synchronicities. So things were yeah. just flowing. It was just like, this is this is out of this world right now. Like. <laughs> Everything that I wanted to happen happened the way it was supposed to happen, and everything and things that I didn't even expect to happen. Like, it's just because I didn't give a fuck. I was like, whatever happens, I'm broke as shit. I don't have nothing to fight for no more. I think that's why some of the most spiritual people they hit that that rock bottom. 
for you for your purist i don't give a fuck is the other way of saying surrender surrender yeah just uh <laughs> just be like oh my god he's just using I'm so still, much colorful I'm language trans- i'm still translating let me interpret it for y'all um let me surrender i had to surrender. not giving a fuck is is the great technique of the great george carlin because i was yeah. stressing myself to death over bills over money right. over friends over not being this you know businesswoman after going oh, yeah. to college you oh know? yeah not being the successful career woman everybody expected me to be, not having a husband and kids, you right. know. Oh yeah. And then on top of that, I'm a black woman, so <laughs> the icing on the cake. No challenges this time around, God. <laughs> Thanks for not piling. It's like you took a course. She's like, I'll take 21 units. Just send me down. I'm ready. Advanced shit. I don't give, give a, a fuck. I'll work on the master's degree while I'm doing it. Whatever. I'm it's doing all my at once. undergraduate and my majors and my masters all at the same time. Did my panels the same day I graduated? Man, I don't know. I, and I, sometimes I wake up and I go, God, I mean, Trika, I look myself in the mirror like, why the fuck you sign up for all this shit? Because <laughs> it'd be fun this time around. So watch this ping pong ball off this freaking thing. And when we get into metaphysics, mm-hmm. it's great because they're not burning us at the stake anymore, Mm-mm. which is great. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Christianity, for evolving. Mm. We appreciate you. Appreciate Neville Goddard, the only one of the few <laughs> Christian mystics to <laughs> decode this shit, and also Ernest Holmes and James Allen. What are uh, they gonna do when all their secrets are revealed? What are they gonna do? Um, there are a couple of a couple of pathways I see happening because <laughs> it's already starting. You, you know, you stay know. tuned to the YouTube, and uh, even the secrets of the last two years have been starting to get uh, <laughs> revealed. Not to be too cat about it, but yeah, uh, when it comes out. Um, and whether or not Nuremberg trials occur and Nuremberg code violations uh, happen, you know, um, people are going to be in droves looking for people like you and I. They're going to be looking for spiritual way showers like Sadhguru and, and the people that are irrevocably in that state at all times. Mm-hmm. It will change every system of humanity from education, medicine, um, what we think of as entertainment and fulfillment. Mm-hmm. I think is going to revert to an obsession with nature, mm. not only like being stewards of it, but also participating within. I think like there will be an explosion of parks creation, mm-hmm. resource uh, resources done, anything that will reinforce a natural uh, view. Natural medicine will take over um, physical medicine because Western medicine is going to go through a lot of changes in the next They're five years. Stay tuned, kids called out right now oops (laughs) like i don't know if that lady was like given permission to tell the whole world from pfizer that the uh, vaccines didn't have any effect whatsoever it wasn't trans uh, for transmissibility lied their brains out they said if you don't take the shot you're killing mama Mm. You're killing your uncles. You're not black if you don't take the shit. <laughs> well, that was the most racist president we've ever had in our generation, Joe Biden, that did that. Oh, you guys didn't know Joe Biden was racist? Look up Surprise. those quotes. He's got a book of quotes that would just make you appalled that you I voted for him. for him. But, uh, yeah, Western medicine is going to absolutely be overhauled. There's going to be, I mean, as far as emergency medicine goes, I mean, what will also be overhauled is the price scheme. Mm. And I, I use the word scheme on purpose. It is unbelievable the bills that come out of that that freaking place. Uh, but like their um, hybridization with holistic concepts, use of quantum technologies, color healing, sacred geometry, all of these things are coming. It's like knowing like a really great slate of movies is coming, but it might take 
five to 10 years to finally like download. And it'll have to do with our own awareness. It'll have to do with our own state of consciousness. And this is the big, uh, that's another thing I wanted to talk to you about, like the big tug of war battle for the mind of humanity Mm -hmm. that's going on at this very moment. It has been being waged not only since the beginning of time, but I mean, it is revved up like a motherfucker lately and light and dark holding on to those things and light's winning. Mm-hmm. You might not be able to tell by watching the news, but light's winning. The news ain't going to tell you who the real winner is anymore. No, the revolution will not haters. be televised, mm-hmm. as they said. And there there's some bitter, bitter mm-hmm. opponents, mm-hmm. and they're going to tell you you're crazy. Mm-hmm. But you're not, because you're happier than they are. Mm-hmm. And they're swimming in lakes of darkness. And uh, the media is, is getting dealt right now. It's, it's, you know, it's funny you said that Pfizer thing because mm-hmm. I think uh, the biggest <laughs> overhaul is about to start in the medical, in the medical world. Oh, yeah. And when I was hospitalized and they told me I was about to have that stroke, they also said, well, we think, you know, your stomach issues where you have pancreatitis and, you know, they try to start giving me all these. Oh, things. yeah. Okay, well, we're going to send you to a specialist and all this other stuff. So I denied the specialist. I denied the drugs and everything, mm-hmm. right? Because soul driving. My something told me you're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. You don't need to take all that stuff. Mm-hmm. You don't need to go spend all that money that they're going to nope. just bill you all that for what? Thousands, guys. For what? I haven't taken any medicine for anything in three years mm-hmm. for the pancreas that. Right. I have an issue with. Yeah, now I Blood do have, stuff. I know I do have like maybe ulcers or something like that, issues like that, but that's from drinking my ass it's off. It's just self-healing that's yeah, happening. Exactly. The repair process a lot of times. And from eating so much garbage all my life and putting so much garbage <laughs> in my system because milk does a body good. Um, yeah. yeah, they don't tell you about lactose. <laughs> and uh, that <laughs> maybe it's not, maybe you should back up off the cheese. And I like lived on cheese quesadillas for six months. <laughs> And maybe you take down that hot sauce down a notch <laughs> because, you know, you know, and then you read the Bhagavad Gita and you're like, oh, shit, no fermented foods and no hot foods. Oops. Let me live my life all wrong my whole life. Oh, no. I was just thinking about how you were talking about like, oh, and I wasn't a success out of college. I was just just right now telling my wife about that. I was just like. Even when I was a metaphysician, I was a lazy motherfucker. Like I was sl- when I was just slowly creeping out of poverty, like one mini step at a time, like a drunkard going up these spiral steps. I realized like I could have been working three fucking jobs mm-hmm. the whole time. Mm-hmm. I could have owned a house by now if I just put my nose in my twenties was just a haze of weed and like like egoic said, like I thought like, oh, I'm magical and they're not. Mm. <laughs> Look, I know about ascended masters and Jual Cool and these motherfuckers. Like I read Ponder on this because Pac loved it in mine. They don't know about this stuff. And ha ha. And because I kept waiting for shit to go down. Like one of the main visions I saw was, and, and they delayed it till 2008. Mm-hmm. That whole time I was in restaurants, I was in there because I had gotten a vision that when the shit hit the fan, I was like people, like it was going to be like the Great Depression. I was like, oh, and I didn't see other factors, but I saw like, oh, if I work in a restaurant, I'm going to at least, you know, be solidified, have food (laughs) and an income. I won't be in the canning factory with the other, you know, 50 gents going, oh, I'll work for you, you know, for nothing. Mm -hmm. And so I was waiting for the shit to go down Mm -hmm. and it didn't Mm -hmm. and it didn't and it didn't. And then in 2008, it kind of did. And I was just like this whole goddamn time I was in survival mode and I could have been working on prosperity Mm -hmm. like a dummy. Mm -hmm. I was just like, I was just like. I was like, God damn it. Like, I wasted my whole 20s. But that's how they trap us. They get us stuck in that survival mode mindset. Play a video game. 
Yeah, you don't need to do anything right now. Like, oh, I would have been hus like now. I'm like, oh man, if I had my brain back then, I'd be like, bro, I'd, I'd time travel back and be like, hustle, hustle, do like three things, do three things, easy things, but earn income all the way across until your passion hits, mm -hmm. and then you'll know what to do with it. And I was just like, man, I, I've lost out on a lot of income. So much more time to bullshit when we were younger. But we did. We, we, we like, 90s were good. We Early 2000s were good. <laughs> we bullshitted the wrong way, though. We bullshitted lazy. <laughs> we could have bullshitted and just went and fucked around and did whatever we wanted. And you prosper. know what I mean? And just figured it out. But, you know, I Ugh. feel also that certain people have to go through certain journeys. Because yes. we are certain you. different types of teachers. God, that's a great point, Trico. Getting schooled right now. <laughs> uh, that's not. exactly. Uh, but she's right, as, as usual. It's just like that that pathway it might have looked obtuse and choppy mm -hmm. but it led my game piece over to exactly mm -hmm. the you know like my destiny as far as like learning healing techniques and you know meeting the right people mm -hmm. meeting the right love and uh yeah so even if it looks choppy for you right now just know that it, it's serving a purpose mm -hmm. to motivate you to go within mm -hmm. and at the same time there's uh there is an easy quick formula the amount that you progress spiritually and therefore materially in the right way is directly proportional to how much attention you're giving whatever you call spirit mm -hmm. if you want to focus on the creation and the divine mother or god which is the divine father and the source of said creation mm -hmm. either one of those so just like when trico was saying like oh i like i was paying attention to god talked to him directly and boom there's a check on my table mm -hmm. the magic happens when you get close to the wishing tree the tree of life yeah. and we just get distracted by what other fucking people are doing mm -hmm. and what the government's doing and we gotta work hard to get more money you oh no you don't ask a rich person they don't work hard <laughs> rich people don't their work money works hard. hard they watch their money grow yes they don't work <laughs> that's a great book if you guys haven't got it if you're looking for a law of attraction book and money secrets of the millionaire mind by t harvecker and he's just like, this is what rich people do, and this is what middle class and poor people do. And he just says exactly how they're different in each thing. And the rich people aren't smarter than you. Nope. We've all seen George Bush. <laughs> that guy can barely tie his shoes. God bless his heart. God bless his heart. I hear he's a painter now. <laughs> I mean, war criminal, but I'm sure his paintings are very reflective <laughs> of his like deep soul searching, like terror he's of what to he's find done. He is. He is. Not from inside Guantanamo, but inside his mansion where his Illuminati daddy lives. But, or his ghost lives, I'm guessing. <laughs> but he is rich as shit. Y'all are going to like, I'm smarter than Donald Trump. Be like, of course you are. But he's a master at the law of attraction, you guys. A fucking master. He understands how to say, thank you for money. And then it comes in in humongous fucking piles, even though he loses it because he's on the competitive plane, but he can summon it. Mm -hmm. Don't you wish you could summon it? You're smarter than Trump, aren't you? Absolutely. Absolutely. Gotta be. I yeah. Mean. That dude, but he's smart enough in the, in the weird ways. Mm -hmm. He knew how to beat 18 better educated fucking guys in order to get that job because he kept saying only one thing. I'm going to be the president and none of you are going to get in my way. And he just like had it he, locked in. He manifested that shit for sure. He is an expert manifester. <laughs> and he's also knows how to twist words because yes. words are magic, you guys. Yes. Spelling. She is on fire, you guys. Exactly. That's why they call it a spell. Because your words manifest. And most of the time we're talking bullshit. So bullshit happens. Mm -hmm. Trump is. That's why he barely moves. He's like a shark that's sleeping. He just. 
just kind of moves his torso a little bit this way <laughs> and a little bit that way. He literally believes like he like he only has a finite. He, the body's like a battery, and if you move too much, you'll spend all your juice. You know. <laughs> you don't have a lot of juice. <laughs> you he's you look you got that you know you could look like you could juice him. <laughs> God bless him. But this, but as a metaphysician, I learned so much from this guy because I was just like, yo, despite what you might find as an unsavory personality, this dude when it comes to <laughs> you could be right. Magic. You could be like, that tie is red. And he could have a red tie and he'd be like, no, it's actually a shade of fuchsia. You know, and he'd be like, no, it's, it's red. It's it's red. And he'd be like, nope, it's this. Like his inability to agree with you, a la the four agreements, if he don't agree with you, it still isn't so. Because mm-hmm. he knows once I agree with you, now it's in place. Mm-hmm. He knows how to be like, yeah, no, thanks. <laughs> and I was just like, and he's expert at it in certain things and terrible at it in other things. Right. But you can all take an example from that. You don't have to be a genius to be rich. You just have to think in a certain way. Mm-hmm. And I feel that myself and Trika on our way, and I'm sure you all are too, listeners, on our way to that promised land. Oh, Financial yeah. freedom. I'm already there. I'm just taking a break over here with the peasants. I'm just enjoying myself, <laughs> my peasant self, and just be like, wow, I remember when it was like yeah, this. Yeah, you can't forget humble. where you came from. That's humble. That's nice. Nah, I mean... I- <laughs> I will say, like, it's it's powerful once you know mm. the the power in it. Oh. I don't think a lot of people understand it. They are using the law of attraction in their lives so much, and they don't even understand it, but they're bringing negative and bad things into their lives. So you're always thinking, well, I'm broke, I'm broke, I'm broke. You know what? You keep saying you're broke, you're going to stay broke. 100%. It's all about your mindset. I, I tell people this all the time. Even when they say little stuff like, oh, you stupid. I'm like, oh, don't say stuff like that. Right, like, right, right, right. I get it. Sometimes it's just a joke, but it's like sometimes like when people say that about themselves, like you yeah. can't keep telling yourself you stupid because your body, your your ego. Here's so, every word it, you're saying. It hears all of that, and it doesn't know if you're joking or not. <laughs> yes, yes, it can't. Doesn't know sarcasm. It doesn't. Know it doesn't know that. Like it that. takes literally the orders. It's like a coked up waiter mm-hmm. that just like, okay, so you said, uh, you said I am broke. Yeah. I'll go tell the chef who's who's God, and they be like, hey God, he says he's broke. He's don't like, don't want no more money. <laughs> wait, he's my son and daughter. Are you, are you sure you, they don't want like fillet nope, with a little nope. officer bisque with all the riches? Nope. Like, no, nope, they said broke. They said they're broke. They said broke, so I'd be like, all right, order up. Don't bring no more Bing. blessings. Don't bring no more gifts. I'm broke. And, the, and we choke it off. It's always flowing, you guys. Uh, it's, it's in, it took I, us forever to figure this out. If, right. It only took me 41 years. You know? it took, I mean, even after I woke. <laughs> even after I awakened and I was just like, oh, shit. Like, and I'm trying to figure out the buttons and levers. I was still smashing myself in the face mm-hmm. with a frying pan and wondering why my face hurt. Still. Still. And I was like, oh, I'm saying it. So it's going to happen. It's the word. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's the word. Especially when you use the words I am Ooh. in front of something. The I am. Which I is am God's name. I am. You cannot. He's your king, the, the almighty's creative powers right before saying sick and tired mm-hmm. or something. And, you, it, and the universe can't refuse you because you're especially using the, the God phrase within you. So it goes, all right, sick and tired. And, and we wonder why the hospitals are full right now. Hmm. Besides, you know, mm-hmm. other things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that trauma. ain't about, we're not allowed to talk about, okay, we won't, but, about that. Uh, I don't know. 
This, but does it play but on no, Google? I they have a vested interest in that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I've already talked all the shit to Google, man. I'm like directly. <laughs> like, when the Nuremberg trials start, you know, it's going to be so fun to watch you guys squirm and you're going to be. And I was just they like, know they're going down. I noticed my YouTube channel wasn't working so good after that. <laughs> but speaking of YouTube channels, mm -hmm. I'll be delighted to say that Trika has started and applying her amazing communicative abilities mm -hmm. in her own podcast. Mm -hmm. Long overdue. What is it called, please? Um, our podcast or my podcast is called No Better, Do Better. Mm -hmm. um, we are on every other Thursday. I actually have a show this week. Ooh. I just remember. But we'll get on top of that when I get home. <laughs> um, yeah, no. No Better, Do Better. I started about, uh, awesome. about two years ago. So, right? Really? Right, I guess. Right when awesome. the pandemic kind of started. Wish I'd thought of that. You know, pandemic pushed a lot of people to do a lot of things out of their comfort zone. And I've been talking. <laughs> so true. I've talked a lot regardless. But mm -hmm. um, I had got a couple friends who had podcasts and they would ask me to come on and like be a guest. And so like I got used to doing that. And they started, you know, like, why don't you have your own show? And it's just like, yeah, well, what the hell am I going to talk about? So for a while, I was like, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. And then the spiritual awakening started happening. That. And I had a whole bunch <laughs> to talk about. If y'all are looking for it on YouTube, and we're going to give you the Instagram information as well. But on YouTube, Rosjoy76 is the name of the channel. Mm -hmm. And I'm seeing my girl on here. It's R-O-Z-J-O-Y, Rosjoy76. Mm -hmm. And uh, tell me about your podcast partner, too. Uh, my podcast partner is DJ Roselle. Mm -hmm. um, he is a barrier, Bay Area based DJ. Mm. Um, I kind of met him through doing another podcast or being a guest on another podcast, and he was kind of like engineering for them. And it's kind of like, you know, I think you'd be a good host if you wanted, you know, you need some help doing it, I'd help you. And it was just like, it was just lining up. So I was like, okay, well, let's do it, you know. Oh, that's so great when and, it comes together. But is this. It's it's tough, you know, cause I'm I'm he's more just like in the background, you know, mm -hmm. DJ throw a couple mixes, cause I have like musical guests come on sometimes. I love that. And I so freaking love that. And so we play music and stuff, but it's it kind of and my and that's why I try to when I try to explain my show, it's hard to explain it, cause it it has a focus, but it kind of goes stretches in different areas. You know, I've done shows where you know. We've talked about spirituality and financial literacy and how yes those the energy and money and all that stuff and how that connects and you know yeah. a lot of my friends that are artists or you know business people how they came through it reminds me of down. like a like a a traditional radio broadcast because then you got an even mix of is the the verbal interaction. Mm -hmm. But then you get you get music breaks. Mm -hmm. I love that. That's kind of like a radio show I wanted to do when I was younger. When I was just want to play Pavarotti, then Tool, and then talk a lot of shit, mm -hmm. and then go right back to, like, <laughs> you know. I have like these movies that I play in my head. You know, it's like Pirate Radio. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've seen that one with uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Mm -hmm. They're like the, they're like a, a British band of rebels that are all DJs, and they're in a ship that's off the shores of England, so they could play rock and roll during the time when they weren't approving of it because the Christian conservatives wouldn't worth it. Okay, on the ship. 
and they're talking all kinds of shit. They're cussing. They're doing all like for that day. It was like really crazy, and they're playing like classic rock and roll, uh-huh. like around the clock. And they just live on this huge carrier ship that is on this rich dude ship that is a total rebel. <laughs> and they just rebel rebel radio the whole time. And so I was like, yes, that's my inspiration. Pump up the volume of Christian Slater <laughs> and hackers a little bit. If you guys know Razor and Blade, when I start filming this shit, I'm gonna have a poster of those two hackers like up in the background because <laughs> they had their own show. I fucking love it. <laughs> And it, it had that kind of organic feel when you had that on there. And I was just like, yeah, she's doing she's doing like music breaks in between. It's yeah, great. Yeah, I mean, I, I tried to, trying to, I, I'm trying to get together a formula to where it can be open for anyone to kind of tune in and not feel like, oh, my God, I'm not super spiritual, so I can't watch this. Because <laughs> it's not always about being spiritual. But if you watch my episodes... Ding, ding, you will hear some stuff. I always bring it back full circle because that's Gotta just make it practical. where my life is. And yeah. that is where everyone's life should be. You know, we need to put more energy into finding out who we are as the spiritual beings that we are and not just who we are as people in society. We're not just people. No, that's that's the ego's mantle. Mm-hmm. Who are you in relationship to the material plane mm-hmm. and how other people are viewing you? When you know you're the soul mm-hmm. and you know you're just a piece of spirit floating around, mm-hmm. those social interactions get real different. Mm-hmm. And it brings out the best in people and you know, it's, it's hard to kind of really explain, you know, because when you have an absence of ego, at least in those moments when we do, mm-hmm. sometimes you need to put on a kind of a game face, a business face, but even even Sadhguru discusses this in one of his lectures. He's just like, I have this. This is the mask I wear for this kind of presentation. Before I was a totally different ego, but I don't identify with the mental structure. I structured it like you would you would craft a part in a play. Mm-hmm. And he used to be very quiet and very much more serious and intense. And he's like, after I was done creating the Shiva Lingam and downloading the the Jana Linga and the like, his major mission in life, he had a rapid and major. Like now he's like charming and cordial and mm-hmm. funny and quirky and all of those disciples went, where where'd serious guy go? Mm-hmm. Same thing happened to Buddha before and after his enlightenment. Where's right. the ascetic that's punching himself and like putting right. nails in his body and starving himself? He's like, no, just just eat some milk and honey. And they're just what? So they leave, mm-hmm. and a whole new group of people. And he's like, you don't understand. This isn't the real me. He's like the real me. You wouldn't be able to fathom because it's just a drop in Shiva's ocean. Right. But this is the face that Shiva would like me to present to you. And it just, and I love how he has that face on, like, oh, it's just like these dumb motherfuckers. Like, I, I, <laughs> do you I'm have that shit? So serious. Like, I always feel like I'm waiting for him to say this. <laughs> dumb motherfuckers. Just wait. His, his eyes has that mm-hmm. look on his face all the time, the question, and he just goes, ah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that sigh. That sigh, which means like, oh, that, this bullshit. Unlighted ass dummy. Oh my God. And that's so great because like, he's not looking at us any different than he looks at himself because he said, I really, I thought I was such a genius and like all this money making and whatever. He's like, I didn't realize I'm an idiot. I'm an absolute fool to have not seen truth, Mm -hmm. which is that everything is just consciousness, but the route to it isn't easy. Like he was set up for, he'd been a sad guru, like two other lifetimes, apparently according to him. But when we come with that dumb ego shit and he's just, Ah, see, uh, and here I'm like, like his whole aura does an eyeball roll, and you're like, I know, I know it's a dumb question. Bro. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> I know exactly how this this dude's living and like, oh my God. All right. <laughs> and then he uses pulls out a metaphor he's pulled out like a thousand times. I love him though. I, I love, love the him. way he, he he communicates his messages or, you know, what he's trying to say and he, and he, he keeps it to you funky too. Like sometimes you'll catch him say damn or something, you're like, Oh shit. You're on here cussing. <laughs> Aren't you just a big pile of shit then? Yeah. You'd be like, oh, snap. The dude drives a motorcycle. Uh, for real. A for real motorcycle. And he's just like, I used to drive it. It's like 150 <laughs> miles an hour and he was his own mechanic. Like a yogi, a full, like if you imagine the flowing robes of Yogananda flapping behind a Ducati <laughs> <laughs> with 1,500 horsepower. This dude right now is just driven 30,000 kilometers and is like fight to like try to save soil and essentially mm-hmm. us so we have food to eat in the next two generations because it's all been it's like destroyed. Years. <laughs> 40. Is Less than really? 40. The way he's projecting in the science he gives is alarming. So he's saving our lives as well as trying to enlighten the whole thing. And I love that he says like, I'm being selfish about this. He's like, I want to be around people that aren't unpleasant. So I'm doing it for my own reasons <laughs> because you all are so fucking annoying. That I, have to like, I just want to fix you. So I feel a little more comfortable. I can have something to talk to people about. I love that. He's man. amazing though. Um, what, what was it that made you like, what, what kicked off your spiritual life? I was like 19 and an atheist and like a real, I'm going to Berkeley and studying macroeconomy. I'm going to become, you know, big cheese and, you know, all this stuff. I'm going to stab all the backs on the way to the top kind of vibration Mm because I'd never had a spiritual experience or anything glimmer in my life. Mm. So all I saw was like, oh, people are like hallucinating because they're afraid of death Mm. and they're just trying to make up stories, you know, and mythologies. So, you know, Mm -hmm. I was like, but I'm going to get mine. I'm going to be, I'm going to be a shepherd, not a sheep. Mm. And I got in an argument with this Christian kid in my Eastern philosophy class. And during the course of it, like we, we had a really heated discussion. I was using like Bible passages to like shred them, which is not okay. I, re- I paid for that later. <laughs> but I realized I said, I admitted in the course of conversation that God could be real. Like, are you talking about that compression of non-belief? Mm-hmm. Like, it was so deep in me that when I just admitted that, yeah, maybe there's a source of creation, but but this kid isn't it, and he's doing this Jesus guy, you know, could be a time traveler, like total misjustice, and da da da. It opened this crack in consciousness, and when you said that fuzzy thing that happened to you, it was just like that. I thought it was underwater. Mm. I was like walking around, and I could see the outlines of people, but, but it was I was no swimming, right? nothing, and I had to drive my car back to Lemon Grove. So I was just like, "Oh shit!" You know, I just you know, and I thought I was just like, "Dude, I didn't take anything. This is weird. I didn't smoke anything. This is," and I drove, and at Lemon Grove at a stoplight, I was parked. It was I came to a stop at Broadway in um, Massachusetts, mm-hmm. and I felt like I, I thought I was gonna faint. So like really quickly, I grabbed my parking brake and pulled it up. And, and like, th- I was able to throw it in the park. And then I, just like that scene in Doctor Strange, if you've ever seen that Marvel film, where he's, mm-hmm. she knocks him out of the body and then hits him in his third eye and he goes, whoop, and mm-hmm. he leaves straight up. Mm-hmm. That shit happened. I left right through the roof of my car, floated up into the atmosphere of the earth, and, like, was like, holy shit. So I freaked out the whole time. And then I saw a wormhole. It looked like a wormhole, like from Star Trek. And I just got pulled in through that thing. And I went through multiverses where but there's no cosmic evil like there wasn't like a dormammu there wasn't like this cosmic evil is trying to f with everybody that's mostly in the third and fourth dimension that that we've f this up through misuse of god's energy but i saw parallel realities parallel worlds parallel earths where shit went horribly wrong 
and where shit went utopian, like progressively more enlightened, progressively like light. And I visited each one. Like I would zip into it and come back and zip into this one. Oh, that's a World War Three one. Come back. And then I started going to the ones that were left to the right of it. And they were all golden suns. And they got more and more intense. And I visited these utopian ones. And then I, I flashed into the current one. I said, why are you showing me this? You know, and I could hear angels were roasting me and making fun of humanity and like all this stuff, like these beta max motherfuckers. Like we, aren't they due to be wiped out, man? They just misusing God's energy. They think God's an asshole. I was like, what? People think God's an asshole. Like you think God's a dick. Like he's some like bitter, like, yeah. He's like, God is pure love. And I could feel that pure love, like piercing all of my atoms all at once. And I was just like, oh my God, this is crazy. So it's, God's not what everyone thinks it is. And oh my God, there's a God. Mm-hmm. What? And I mean, it wasn't like, I kind of believe or whatever. You just knew. No. Mm-hmm. Everything around you was just like, oh my God. And then when I came back to my body, it was because I visited like the earth I was currently on the parallel, except it was in the past. It was in the Great Depression in black and white almost, like I was in a movie. And I watched this large, this banker like run to the um to the edge of his desk and jump out the window and die and i was like oh my god i was like why am i watching this and i look back to the desk and it's me like 20 years later than how how old i am now and i'd gotten into finance it looked like i lost at least a billion or something of people's money that you don't want to lose a billion to and i got up and i did the exact same path as him and as i crashed through the window i merged with that self at, you know, kind of cut and bleeding as I'm like just floating through the air about to hit the pavement. And as soon as the body hit the pavement, I bounced back into my body in my car, like, like that. And I just landed back and I was like, oh, oh shit, oh shit. You know, and then I saw like these biblical, and I couldn't stand the Bible back in the day. Like I was just like, this cryptic bullshit doesn't even make any sense. But it was like, get the kingdom of God first and everything's added unto you. And I was just like, well, now that I know there's a source of creation, it kind of makes sense that all blessings would come from, you know, that. And I was just like, so yeah, it kind of even makes logical sense. I was like, well, how do I do that? It was just like, to get to the kingdom, you have to act as a little child. So by the time you knew me, I was still in this old school thing, but I was starting to become a dork on purpose. Like, I wear Gryffindor pants out in public. I don't give a shit now. You know, I'm just make fun of myself all the time. That's my version of orange robes and the shaved head. But then I was just like, oh, because I realized if you take the ego seriously, you can't access that kingdom. You can't take yourself and yourself being your artificial personality seriously. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, okay. And it was like, and the final one was as a man or woman thinketh in their heart. And it was like big blazing heart. So, so it shall be. And I was like, how do you think with your heart? I was like, I'm only used to thinking with my brain. But the directive I'd gotten was figure out the buttons and levers of this reality how it works. I don't need you begging for forgiveness on the floor of a seminary, you know, and just because I thought like, oh shit, I'm going to be a priest or something. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, but that doesn't sound great. I still like, you know, to date and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, no, 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 just, just figure out. And I didn't know he meant the law of attraction and, and these other things. And the angels were just like, oh my God, you guys just, just get over this thing that God is trying to condemn you. You condemn yourself. You condemn yourself by the thoughts you think. No one's making you do it. You don't take responsibility. You take another people's thoughts. Just be love and you'll get it. And I was just like, but I'm not very loving. So I don't know how to. <laughs> and it was like, we'll figure that out. So I dropped out of Berkeley. Like I was going to go. I got my acceptance letter to Berkeley. I dropped out of that. Mm-hmm. Much to my parents' dismay. <laughs> Horrific dismay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, said, I need my life savings. I'm going to move to New Orleans because I found out God is real and magic. And I have to go and study. And they were just like, he's lost his fucking his mind oh my god he's had a psychological break it's finally happened i'm like no no i feel great 
I feel great. Like, dude, yeah, there's this, this is a huge universe and this, none of this is real and all that. And they're just like, oh my God. So I didn't have any of the references. So I sounded categorically insane, including to my brother. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, he snapped, dude, he's gone. And then I went to the South and came back and I had a, almost, almost had a psychotic break was when I was in New Orleans, which is not the place to wake up, by the way, kids. Mm-mm. Psychic attacks, mm-hmm. vampires. And I mean, well. It's a very dark place. There's extreme light and dark. Mm-hmm in New Orleans. There's some amazing people that practice white magic, which is soul-based or God's aspect, you know, where you're channeling God energies. And then there's people that are screwing with elemental intelligence and attacking people with it or trying to manipulate reality and manipulate others. And it is deep there, Mm -hmm. deep. And I I was gonna move there with my friend who also was waking up at the same time. Mm -hmm. But I was just like, dude, I got a weird feeling about this, this, this city. And uh, I didn't realize, and I was like touching trees and seeing like 300 year old visions and all kinds of stuff. I was having a, like freaking out. There's like, oh, there's Illuminati councils that are magically, that are magically running shit. <laughs> you know, and it's just like, did you know about this? And other, like there's other metaphysicians like, oh yeah, they run every, every goddamn thing. Like the dark forces run every goddamn thing down here on every single level. And it's like, and once you, you jump into the game board, MMA time, mm-hmm. you better be ready to know how to throw elbows and knees and defend yourself because they're going to come for you. And I was like, oh shit, they're going to possess my mind and all this. So I was like freaking out with whatever is left of my mind. <laughs> and, and then I just moved back and, and realized like, oh, okay. And, and just, it was like you're starting a martial arts training and you don't even know how to throw a punch or a kick yet, but you know you're in the arena and here come punches and kicks. Mm-hmm. So I just read everything I possibly could on metaphysics and then my research and I asked God to guide me. So like it bounced to more and more advanced stuff. And I figured out like basically the ups and downs and buttons and levers of how your mind and your words and your emotion create your reality mm-hmm. or the worst nightmare of your life. Mm-hmm. And the fact that there are others that also know about that shit that run this whole planet mm-hmm. and you'd be like oh there are death eaters yeah kids yep there are evil forces that control the highest levels of government and corporation on that and even they're the scrubs mm-hmm. in their organizations <laughs> they're not even the strongest ones they're not they're the public face <laughs> there's inner and there's outer and the funniest thing is though they're not even as strong as the, as the light though they can trick you into not knowing that people, you're the light. Yeah, that's like you can't. That's the way they get you. Hypnotism. You cannot believe that the dark is ever gonna overtake your light. Like, mm-mm. if you want a, a, an instruction, like how people are like, oh, the Illuminati and like, oh, people that are the thing. Just watch Jordan Peele's uh, first movie. Mm. Ding ding. Yeah. That's how they do it. There's a lot. A Hypnotism. A lot, a lot, a lot in there. Bing bing. And they will take your brain. You know what's, what I've been coming across a lot of is like all the symbols in Ooh. everything. Ooh. Like I can't even look. I can't look anywhere. Like I'll look at like a light plug, like a, a socket wall plug. So I'm like, ooh, mm-hmm. there's a sign right there. Yeah, every <laughs> single <symbol>. company logo. <laughs> okay, Merrill Lynch. Oh, she's naming the heavy hitters. Yeah. Yes, sir. And I only that one's only fresh in my mind because I work in finance, you know, mm. to invest my my future dreams, you know, of course. temporary. But you know, all <laughs> these big companies, Learn I'm like, oh my god, all these companies, oh, all rigged of them. from the top down. And once you succeed too much, that's when you get the old. Have you been to a <laughs> Freemasonry uh, mm-hmm. event yet? Mm-hmm. We'd love to have you come down to the mm-hmm. club and uh, introduce you. Did you know we we know stuff mm-hmm. and. Uh, 
teach you how to use that mind correctly. I'd be like, bro, I'm already at 30, I'm beyond 33rd degree, get out of my fucking face. But yeah, you notice how actors all of a sudden they do a couple of great films and then you don't hear shit from them for about 15 years? Mm -hmm. That's because they said, no, thank you. Mm -hmm. I don't want to drink that cup of blood. Mm -hmm. Kiss my ass. It happens in the music industry too. Music industry, but I think you know Everything. what it's, it's starting to come out a whole lot more. In <laughs> this the, is some the serious woo woo shit right yes. now, y'all. This is deep underneath the rug. <laughs> but it's a lot of stuff being exposed. Yes, they are. Thanks for conversely still giving us YouTube, you dumb motherfucker. I told I used to tell people all the time when I was on this path, and I saw during that vision that I would have become some Sith Lord, Darth Vader motherfucker. Like mm. I would have, I would have worked for Goldman Sachs. I'd have been like, oh, you guys aren't doing it right. If you need to oppress people, you hit this button, and then it'll really be fucked up. You know, <clears throat> I saw I, I would have been one of those cats. So I, I kind of know how they think. Mm -hmm. I know how they think, and. uh they're just serving up buffet after buffet of bullshit to you to distract you from realizing that your spirit, that you're alive, that we're one. They use so much sacred, everything. They use so much sacred stuff, like sacred They're geometry, all, all of it. Like oh my the God, logos for companies and stuff. It's just trippy. Yeah, because they know those are called sigils in the magical world, and basically those have access to morphic fields of energy or magic because they they control they're people. And they can, they, it's all mostly based on hypnotism, loosely based, but it's also helped by, <clears throat> let me see, I wrote these down ahead of time. What poisons the mind of the muggle or unaware sleeping person? Pharmaceuticals, mm -hmm. number one, they've been softening your brain since they introduced the purple pill. Just try the purple pill. <laughs> you're gonna love it and sign up for a credit card while you're doing it. We'll give you a free phone. Uh, social media will poison your mind I'm talking especially like TikTok and because it has to do with suggestion. Mm -hmm. Once people suggest a reality to you, if you don't actively counter it, it will just take home. It, like your computer will receive it. Mm -hmm. So that'll do it. Mainstream media, they've, they own mainstream media, you guys. George Carlin said it best in his final, like, and it's called Dumb Americans is his skit, but <laughs> at the end, <clears throat> he talks about the real owners, the real owners of this fucking thing have got you by the balls. And he's like, it's not, you have owners, they own you. He's talking about this team and they might've killed him right afterward because he did die shortly after that friggin' after that thing, but he was super old. But man, talk about going down on your sword. All the mainstream media is just basically propaganda mm -hmm. to make you think a certain way. That's just yeah. it. It's all about stirring up negative emotion so they could <laughs> snort it up like mm -hmm. adrenochrome. Mm, that's a different topic for a different day. <laughs> <laughs> but they could just snort up your aura and your fear. And also, they are trying to fuck your law of attraction up. Mm -hmm. That's what. That's why they stay rich and we stay poor, is mm -hmm. they program us to think poor thoughts. Mm. Broke thoughts. Yeah, that you're broken, that there's something wrong with you. There isn't shit wrong with you. There ain't shit wrong with any, anybody. And you'll never be broken. At all. And they're trying to distract you from paying attention to God or spirit, mm -hmm. whatever, however that manifests for you. Hyper-tribalism, where they're like, I'm this, they're that. Uh, TV and movie programming and archetypes. I had to sit through 20 years of doughy, stupid Caucasian men in multiple sitcoms and they had this archetype that I finally pinpointed and I call it asshole douchebag moron. And in every, you can go back to Ray Romano, you can go back, especially Friends. Chandler's the, the asshole, um, the, the guy that always talks like this. He's the douchebag <laughs> mm -hmm. and Joey's the moron. Mm -hmm. And you see that pattern where you are gonna live into one of these three archetypes over and over. We've been soft programmed 
into our minds to end up being, oh, geez, I'm just incompetent, honey. Sorry. Mm -hmm. I'm an idiot. That's why we've been fucking up for 30 years is you're literally programmed to do it. And TV, just pick any show. You're like, that's the asshole, that's the douchebag, and that's the moron. And it's the same for, for us, too. You know, you got the ghetto, ghetto sister. Mm-hmm. You got the loud, angry mom. Mm-hmm. You got the dad who's always mad that he got to go to work. Like, what the fuck? Right. Why can't he be happy to go to work? Works a privilege. <laughs> People are swimming to this country being like, give me three give jobs, me job. please. I want to die in these fields, man. But, I mean, fuck. you put that, that program in. It's so deep. It runs so deep. <clears throat> and we go like, oh, I like this and character. We just, we just agree to it. Not yeah. me, but people just agree to they it. They agree to it. They I'm don't not agree to nothing. I don't even agree to people being like, oh, you're a Leo, so you're this, this, and that. No, no. <laughs> no, I'm not. I am who I am. Like, you can't tell me who I am just because of a sign. You can tell me what mm-hmm. are common characteristics of that. Yeah. But I am who Tendencies. I am. I am the I am. <laughs> I am the I am. And when it, she just said it perfectly. <laughs> and when you know that after what you say that you're allowed... I think that even there is a Bible passage that says that. Let the weak man say, I am strong. Mm-hmm. I am. He's just trying to like, and Neville got to pinpoint that one. He was just like, what you say after I am, you are. That's what it and is. if you're deficient and imperfect in any arena, you could say I am and the opposite of that shit. And that is what will manifest. Mm-hmm. You don't believe me? Try it. Try it. I dare you. I dare you to say thank you in your head. It's a la muji. Say thank you in your head 1,000 times a day. I tried to do it. I think I got up to 55 today, so I've still got a little bit of work to go. And that's why we do like gratitude journals and all this. This is a long grind. Mm-hmm. It takes a long time to be a martial artist. It takes a long time to know how to use these forces responsibly and perfectly. Mm-hmm. As long as you're not slapping yourself in the face with the frying pan, we're good. And you catch yourself doing it because mm. that's your old self. Yes, that's me. And yeah, I, I need to really work on that because I feel myself like the past, I'll say the past couple weeks, I've been in that, that funk of, mm. you know, why aren't you doing this better? We, why aren't you doing that? Why didn't you do that? And you know what? I, what, what? What good does that do for me? That evaluative voice came up in my head two weeks ago and has been also going on since this full moon. Yes. And since the, uh, it was like a lunar eclipse. The lunar eclipse, that's when it popped off. And I was just like, yep. whoa, like I'm just so down on myself right now. <laughs> and to me, that's that inner puppy starting to growl like, you know, like it's like, oh, I need to tame you again. Cool. Mm-hmm. There's another layer. Mm-hmm. But if you could point out what I'm not doing well, and it will, because that's its mm-hmm. job, it will point out every motherfucking thing mm-hmm. it doesn't, <laughs> mm-hmm. just to drag you to hell with it and be like, mm-hmm. Are you, you're welcome. You want it? You asked for it. You're welcome, master. <laughs> if that's what you wanted, right? We're surviving. And like, and I just dragged you to hell just for your, uh, for your own good. For your own good. I had to admit that house of cards falser. And they'd just be like, here's where you're fucking up. Be like, cool. I'll take note. Mm-hmm. That's where I need to apply my I am mm-hmm. phrases in a different way. Mm-hmm. Well done, sir. And then goes, fuck. Because its goal mm-hmm. is to make it to drag your vibe down, and when yeah. it real, it's like a kid realizing it can't trick that cookie out of you again. Right. Like, oh no, oh that's still on top of the fridge. You know that's funny you said that because I looked at pulled up one of my journals from last year and I looked at the date mm-hmm. about it was like the exact date a couple of days ago and I had wrote almost the exact same thing. No way. Like the, of the energy that I was going through, mm-hmm. but last year I let that shit take a hold of me. <laughs> like oh, totally. I kind of just like okay, you know I was. Oh yeah. Out of, you know you drop out of out of 
grace for a second sometimes, and and I did. I kind of just tried to get back and to fall into some old habits, but you know what? Once you know, you can't not know. Yeah. So you could try to go back to that old world if you want to. It just it, absolutely. You're never gonna fit in again. <laughs> yeah, it's like trying to go back to your toy box and be like, "Am I still playing with these He-Man characters?" And be like, "Fuck no, son! I got a, I got a PlayStation. What am I doing?" Never gonna fit in again. And that you you named it. Like I I look forward to like Mercury retrogrades now, and I look forward to what people call the fall. And that's why that's when it happens. That's why it happens. It's around September, mm-hmm. right halfway through. Be like, yep, ego's about to emerge like a monster waking up oh. from its den, and it's gonna tell me every fucking every little loose point that I got, and I go, okay, now I go like, like I'm like David Goggins about, it. I'm like, bring it, you little mm-hmm. motherfucker, and I'm like, yes, tell me every damn thing I'm fucking up on, because you're not gonna be able to stop. And like, and I saw all these life changes I needed to make. I said, cool, thanks for your advice, and it got pissed off that I didn't get upset. Yes, this year, that's what I'm saying. I handled it different this year. Like, yeah, I had that same energy around the eclipses and stuff yeah. last year because that's the energy it brings. Mm-hmm. Last year, I let it get to me. This year, I was like, no, I'm about to use this energy way differently. I ain't got yeah. time for that. I'm ready for battle this time, yeah. kids. <laughs> bring it, bring that ass on. I've been working on my right <laughs> hook. Let's do it. And it goes, oh shit. That's your ass, Mr. Postman. That's your ass, Mr. Postman. (laughs) Barking naked. That's just how we do it. (laughs) God, I miss Bernie. If he was a, if he was alive right now, him, if he, Patrice, and Ralphie May were all alive right now, this would have been a different social dialogue in this country right now. Man, I hear them barking from up there, like, give me a new body. I'm gonna go and yell at these motherfuckers, man. They're too busy loving their best life right now. They don't give a shit. No. That's, the, like, that's the other thing, too. I think people... Kinda, <laughs> I'm like, I, I'm not afraid to die. I kinda, I'm, not that I'm yeah. ready. I don't want to painfully go, but I'm not afraid because I know there's no... I'll be like, blink, blink, and I'll be like, oh, <laughs> now I'm in this one. Right. There's nothing afraid of death. There's no such thing, kids. Your body can die. You can't you die. die. It's impossible. Mm-mm. You might change characters a little bit. You might remember all the other thousands of characters you were before and be an amalgamation of all of them when you're up there. And then you'd still be like, I'm beyond that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's there's really nothing to fear, y'all. How many um, other characters have you been? Do you know? <sighs> I could tell you from dreams I've had in the past that I've been too many bad guys. Really? And I'm happy. I, I like I'm just stunned. You know, like I was set up for this life, like even with the parenting that I had and stuff, you know, and I love my parents mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But <clears throat> just just the direction of my mental and um, emotional uh, evolution, I was I was set up to, to do horrible things on this on this planet, you know, and it wasn't any fault of their own. It's just conclusions I came to. Mm-hmm. And I thought I was Mafia Josh and I thought I was just like about to, you know, whatever it takes, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. I'm willing to do more than whatever the other guy's willing to do. So, you know, that makes me deal with my insecurities mm-hmm. about being attacked. And uh, just I can't believe how graceful like that. God was like, no, bitch, I you said, work, God said, you work no. for me now. And I said, <laughs> I didn't even know you, you were real. You had a plan. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. I was like, you're real. You're, you're real. really, really real. And now that I know that, I can't be doing none of these atrocities. And they, I, I just thought I was trading stock. But you know what you know that leads to, folks. That leads to getting invited to the freaking... <laughs> At least again, you know, getting invited to the Met Ball and getting hooked up with some other idiot that serves the wrong team. 
and yeah. I probably would have done all kinds of harm. But the fact that the guy was like, yeah, you, I'm just still just like, oh my God, thank God I don't have to be some like Viking berserker or samurai or warrior. I don't have to take people's lives. I barely, barely avoided being in the military when I, like after you guys met me, it was like a couple of years after I had hit that low point when I was kind of homeless mm-hmm. and I, and I had popped in my head like, well, all the men in my family are sharpshooters. I'd be able to, I'd be knocking people out right and left with at a distance, you know? And I could feel that cut like welling up in me. And it was just like, no, I read Johnny got a gun by Dalton Trambo when I was in high school. And it talks about the horrors the possibility of horrors of war. So at least I got that much grace that I didn't have to go and take life. I didn't have to take anyone's life in this life. And I think that's unique about this lifetime because I was a gunslinger and I forget, like just, we solved everything by the sword or by the gun or by the spear. Mm -hmm. And you know, even if people were annoying, you know, in those lives, you'd just be like, I said, shut the fuck up. Shut up shut up this dog shut your stupid face and just like next you know and it didn't have to be you didn't have to be an instrument of destruction Mm. like to me that's the ultimate the ultimate that's happened to me is is that i was shown that a that's real b that i was allowed to choose grace because i i when i do spiritual practices sometimes the beings i'm around are like oh you're on our team like, like the last you, you time betrayed you, were you were some NK ultra shit, son. <laughs> like we didn't know about you, dude. We were like, it was like if Anakin switched sides and they were just like, but before, you know, the emperor could fry him and right. he's like, no, nah, this lightsaber is for y'all now. <laughs> like, Oh shit. I did not see that shit coming. You know? And I'd be like me, me neither. <laughs> fucking me neither. And I think the other team still just like, are you fucking kidding? Me? Up. Holy shit. And I'd be like, yeah. How'd you get traded? <laughs> how, how the fuck? Did Kobe leave the Lakers? Like, what the fuck? No. And I'm not saying I'm Kobe about that. But, dude, the stuff that God has given me access to and come across as far as systems, you he just armed me. Like, he was just like, yeah, point that at those idiots and fire away. And I was just like, okay. You know, and it's just like there's no repercussions for channeling the highest levels of divine love at beings who are the exact opposite of that shit. And uh, good luck to all them, even though, like, I just want my presence to be like, ah shit it's like yeah i want that ah you, when i come you don't have that happen i do i, I do and I, it's on multiple planes i get you know there's this game's happening on a lot of levels if you want to call it the matrix mm. and there's people on the other team that are fucking warriors and they can fuck with you mm. like they used to have remote viewing programs in russia and china and stuff like that they have people that they've done that for thousands of years in china mm-hmm. they have councils that would, would turn your hair white and you need to know how to defend yourself against that shit. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck would you? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I, I definitely feel like uh, God put me uh, in my apartment where I am for a reason. Yes. It's like a meridian. Do you yeah. feel like an acupuncture pin sometimes and you're just like clearing out like that yeah. chakra yeah. of the thing? Like I feel like my house like vibrates out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And my friend that I was telling you about this, that was, you know, telling me what was going on when I started going through my spiritual awakening. She said, you know what? When you leave here, mm-hmm. this something's going to happen to this building. Oh, yeah. And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, you, you're protecting the building right now. You're holding that space. And I was like, you're crazy, girl. <laughs> we do it usually unconsciously, right? But then you could become aware of the but players I involved. I know I like, do oh, now. Shit. Because when I 
when I'm out walking around, mm-hmm. that kind of, you know, people, shit goes down. Those, those other people, they see me. They see me before I see them. Right. Because I'm, you know, I'm still opening my eye. Oh, know? yeah. Oh, yeah. And if you're but not aware, me, they'll take swipes. They see me all the time. And Try they, to affect you. I've had some crazy stuff, like yelling at me, like throwing mm-hmm. stuff at me. Out of nowhere, like people just turning around, just looking me dead in my face and saying something to me like, do I know you? And how did you know I was walking up? That, when that stuff started happening, that's when I was like, okay, this is getting real. Like, I can't even hide from these demons. <laughs> yeah, you just fucked the GPS up. And you know what? I wanted to give you this before you go. And all you listeners here that are woo-woo enough to get it, I was fucking up with spiritual protection for like 15 years. And I came across in this really obscure metaphysical books mm-hmm. that are called the uh, I Am Discourses. Mm-hmm. Like, and basically the Elohim were being channeled. And they said, when you're asking for protection, you have to state how strong it is and how long it is. So I would be like, all right, Archangel Michael, protect me. And thinking like, done and done. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't specify how powerfully and I wouldn't specify how oh, long. Okay. So now they were like, the, the phrase you want is, I am, note the phrase, I am invincibly protected from all evil and human discord forever. Mm-hmm. And now it said it and forget it because mm-hmm. you specified how long forever and, so be it. and it's invincible. Right. Got to say it's invincible. And then it is. And then you could just play and they yeah, got I nothing. Been protecting myself, right. Well, that's what I mean. It's like when you're learning, it's like I'm the like martial arts, you got openings, <laughs> you got openings. They can get a, something yeah. into the ribs or something. You're like, Oh shit. And I couldn't figure out why I felt like my protection was disintegrating. Mm-hmm. I have to just ask again and again and again. Just, hey, Archangel Michael, I am invincibly protected from all evil and human discord and black magic mm-hmm. forever. Mm-hmm. And then that seals, it seals the turkey in, it seals the juices in. And yeah. then like, and then you, you could just proceed. And there's all other kind of like little techniques you can do. Yeah, you know, I'm always taking tips. I mean, I live I'm right off the Oklahoma Boulevard. Hey, that's right energy. Right in the center. Of, that's the, the epicenter, epicenter right there. Epicenter right there, <laughs> yeah. That's Absolutely, I, I lived God out in that area for a long time a too. Absolutely, he does. You're there for a reason, folks. Yeah, but it's crazy though. Like you know, I, sometimes I'm like, oh, why can't they see me? I just want to hide, but it's like you can't. Yeah, and eventually you just take that Jedi cloak off, and you're just like, come and get some right. if you <laughs> want like, some, and they go, never mind. Yeah. Especially their whole bit is they have to get you unsteady. You're like, oh mm-hmm. no, or oh, they're to. gonna get me. It used to in the yeah. beginning because I didn't know what it was. But yeah. now I know what it is and I know you can't touch me. I'm covered. Divine love is the ultimate sword and it's the ultimate shield. And once you're wielding it and you go, I'm sorry, dude, you have a motherfucking problem? And they go, no, sir, no, ma'am. Uh, we're going to try the next house. <laughs> right. Once my guys told me, like, do you know who you are? I just, I remember I was shrooming. But. Oh, yeah. I've had some good, you know. Insights. Yes. And they are kind of like, do you know who you are? You don't, do you? Because you need to wake up. We've been trying to wake you up for a long time. Lot They're going to keep warrior lifetimes. You if you don't wake up. Because especially if that's kind of your function is either as a protector or as a warrior more, you know, like it, one of your things, like I was a busser, right? So it's my job to clean up the mess of everybody mm-hmm. else that like leaves their dishes and stuff. And I was like, I'm kind of that too on a global mm-hmm. scale. When you when you broaden your, your application, there's a lot of mess, mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of mess to clean up. And you just, you're like, oh, okay, part of my function spiritually is to be a prism for higher dimensional energies 
to go into darker densities and to and to either reverse engineer that mm-hmm. or dispel that or consume it if you want to use the violet flame, you know, things of that nature. There's there's a tons of different solvents and, and energies that have multiple um, mm-hmm. purposes and functions, but and you pick up more along the way. But the more you do it, A, the more you're kind of sticking out to the other team, mm-hmm. and B, they also know like growingly, like there's a point where they better hurry up because they're going to not be able to fuck with you soon. You know, I think, it, I think it's getting to that point. Oh now, yeah, I feel like they're attacking yeah, yeah. me a little bit more often. Now. Oh, they pick it up. They pick it up, and they and they utilize your ego as the access point to do it. Mm-hmm. So you got to make that that part of you be so like, like the past sit. Two weeks they've been getting on my ass because I'm really kind of low. Yeah, yeah, they'll, they'll expose all your vulnerabilities, mm-hmm. but your soul. All the funny thing is, your soul allows that just as a strength. It's like I a know. lion nudging their kid into the valley mm-hmm. and be like, "Go ahead," you know. They give you that that tough that tough education. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna make you invincible. Yeah, yeah, invincible. And once that happens, the other team runs screaming, like you're starting to see in the material plane. Yeah, it's my favorite part of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> watching evil get served up. It's just watching them cry. Like, what, what you crying for? You was in charge all this time. Now you little bitch. Oh. <laughs> Did someone take your toys away? Oh. Yeah, and that turned me into a bully's bully. You know, mm-hmm. I had to like it took me ten years of of um like I would attack evil mm-hmm. not knowing they want that. Mm-hmm. I have to use destructive energy mm-hmm. to try to destroy them and I'm trying to like Anakin Skywalker then when you just gotta be like peace and love, man, and they go, ah, because they hate that energy. <laughs> yes. And love, though you wouldn't think it's super powerful consumes like pac-man just nom, 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 mm-hmm. and they have no defense against it that's why they're constantly trying to aggravate you to trick you out of being like oh i love you that's why they you know i was saying like jesus would teach people when i said to love your enemies i wasn't saying to be compassionate to them i was giving you the way to defeat them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you wouldn't think it mm-hmm. like that that's the solution because the ego goes let's attack that shit look that's the whole killing with kindness and you literally kill evil with kindness. It's not even, that's not even a metaphor, kids. No. Evil people will run screaming from you. <laughs> it, it just takes so much strength in the beginning to be able to access kindness and like compassion there to have like, oh, they're in their ego and they're mm-hmm. attacking to be able to access the kindness and then project it into them as love, right? And not in their ego, into their soul, mm-hmm. which is anchored in their heart. You're going to watch their face just like that dog rumple up and be like, what are you doing, man? And it's starting to cave in because the soul starting to grab the steering wheel inside of that person. Mm-hmm. And that's how you dissolve it. Like you wouldn't think that that's what kills evil. But they fucking hate love. I like it. Oh, they, they're trying to do everything to trick you out of it. And forgetting, making you forget that you are love. Mm-hmm. That's what you are. You know what's funny is when you throw that love in their face and you watch them just disintegrate. Like I remember when... I'm walking around glowing. I know I was shining, and it was nighttime, but I know mm. I was shining. Right. And some drunk ass homeless dude that lives right. around my block, he comes over and he's like, "What are you smiling at, you nigger?" And I was like, oh. "Ooh." And I was just like, Bruh. "You know what, sir? I don't even know what you just said." Bye. God bless your twisted <laughs> and, and I just poisoned walked heart, away. sir. And you know what? Every day that I've seen that man since then, he's like, hey, how are you? Yep. You depossessed him. 
because people really don't realize did. alcohol will uh, op- creates openings for possession of lower astral entities. Yes, I think I really so did. So he though. ain't saying it. No, he doesn't even remember saying it at all. Of course not. But people don't realize they get temporarily possessed mm-hmm. by fear, by anxiety, by depression. He and has it's not, not you. been mean like that since that day, no. I swear to God. And no. I had never thought, I didn't even think about it until we were having this conversation right now. Man. Like every time so I see cool. him now, he knows my name. Yep. How you doing, Trika? Yeah. How's your day How's going? How's the family? He's like, I haven't <laughs> seen you in a while. I'm like, you're homeless. What are you doing looking Bro. for me? You know what I'm saying? But it was just like, That's so but great. before that, he was known as this angry Get drunk every night, homeless man. Cuss everybody out. He of had course. punched a couple people out. Racist. Wow. You cured that much just with one phrase. I, I, mean, I haven't heard of him. Or at least toward you. You know no, what I mean? Sometimes it could activate for act out towards anybody since then. Like, That's it how just hit you just me healed right him. now. You healed him. Just I don't by, know if I did. That was an ultimate test that you got an A plus on. Like the ultimate inflammatory thing, and you gave the exact opposite reaction. And that collapsed the wave function and released from that man whatever demons or entities was controlling him. Because he has some that, that were after me. <clears throat> oh, for sure. That's how they, it's like the Matrix. You know, like everybody can be Agent yeah. Smith. Oh, yeah, yeah. They can just turn around and go, Bruh! Yeah. That's literally what's happening all day, every okay. day if it's negative. Yes. And you're paying attention to the lady or the gentleman in the red dress or mm-hmm. outfit. It's that metaphor is exact mm-hmm. because it, that, those forces, the other team, mm-hmm. can access anybody in their low moment and they utilize their ego, their mm-hmm. personality to attack you. Mm-hmm. And it's not even them doing it. Yeah. That's why in Don Miguel Ruiz says in the Four Agreements, don't take it personally mm-hmm. because their ego, if it's barking at you, if that dog's barking, it ain't because of you. Mm-hmm. It's because of some energy that you represent that triggers it. And the other team puppeteers that shit all the time. Yeah. Man. I witnessed it in the, the full-blown flesh. Didn't even realize it. I have like 30 more questions that I could probably go over with you, and I could take this conversation into like five hours, but it, we're already at two, and I could I could feel my wife in the ethers being like, <laughs> man, I'm trying to make noodles for you and your ass. And <laughs> make like, oh, things. Like, yeah, it, yeah I'm, I'm a simple man. <laughs> we haven't gone to Trader Joe's this week, so I'm going to get some buttered noodles tonight, folks. <laughs> But when it's made by someone that loves Jazzed you, up. it's in it's Buttered in the love. DNA of butter. Love butter. That'd love be like butter. another great name for a podcast. <laughs> but before we go, I want you to like tell people all your all your information, all the Instagram where can people find you? Well, you can find me on Instagram, um, mm. no dot do dot be dot better. Um, you can also find me under eighties baby underscore TLW. Mm-hmm. Um, I am on for our podcast, no dot um, no better do better we are on Roz joy 76 on youtube we go live on thursdays awesome every other thursday that is we do have a show this week at 8 p.m catch it we will be live <laughs> definitely come through come through the chat we do speak back <laughs> awesome um i think that's about it for me i'm so happy you could come and, and do this podcast today I'm, uh, I'm still an amateur i'm still working on communication myself uh this is number, th- this is like my 12th or 13th podcast, but I couldn't ask for a better guest. And it makes me so happy that we've walked parallel paths Yes. and that you're glowing and <laughs> just burning like a, like a daughter of God is supposed to. And uh, I look forward to both uh, your growth and your channel's growth, which I think will be exponential. You too. And we got to get you on my show too. 
I love that. I'm a bumpkin with technology, as you probably like. All this is a facade. Like I got this on offer up, Way more but I figure out. I'll, I'll figure out like zoom. I've never zoomed in my life or done anything like we that. We still off of we still off of camera phones, so you're good. Oh, off of camera phones. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> We're still. Really you're so you're catching us at the ground floor, kids. <laughs> you're getting to get. You're gonna get to see this show take off, and uh, definitely Trika show taking off. I could oh, I just yeah. see extra explosive growth. Hopefully, I'll come back here. This Absolutely. Great. This I would love to have you back many times. And um, yeah, we're going to just With keep all growing. The oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're all woo woo at home, at heart. And uh, thank you all for joining us uh, for this podcast. I love you all. And yeah, go with spirit, go with the light, and only focus on that. Forget the drama. We're out. Later. Vibrate high. Ciao. He's Mr. Woo Woo. Damn right.